Material Components Episode 19 An Axe to Grind Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gorgoni, and joining me as always are my stalwart adventurers. Hey there, adventurers, how's it going? Pretty good. 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 It goes. It goes. <laughs> uh, hi folks, I am Olivia, and I will be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, uh, Child of the Outer Storm. I'm Elliot, and I will be playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. Uh, I am Michael, and I am playing Sid Emberlite, the Half-Elf Rogue. Hi, I'm Reed. I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. <laughs> people remember. <laughs> no, no, we got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you sure my enunciation was not correct? <sighs> we got it. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Oh yeah, listen, listen lives with Devin. Yeah, duh. <laughs> but two very loud people. Yeah, the recordings will attest to this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what we do not have a testament to yet is whether or not you remember what happened last time. So why don't we get down to it, and you can all tell me what you remember happened last time. Uh, well, we can start from the beginning. Um, <laughs> we had a. Perfectly lovely stop at Duskwalker Imports and Exports. It's true, yeah. and nothing went After, wrong. And nothing yeah, went wrong. no yeah. problems. Yeah. Well, I I did forget the one thing I actually wanted to go in there for to do, but it's fine. You got a nice hat though. I got yeah. a great You're hat. All about I that got, fashion. I got the best bucket hat. <laughs> I'm the I the way I'm imagining it is I'm imagining the, a bucket hat that I used to actually physically own. Mm-hmm. on my person when i was in like the fourth grade mm-hmm. um it was like khaki with a navy blue stripe and it's oh, haunting. It's, it has it is haunting me currently yes uh, you're welcome yeah so i have a hat and it makes me not look like a purple tiefling right. but you just look like, like a super fashionable idiot. awesome like person ass now <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is a hat of disguise. Indeed. Just, just yeah. Gonna yeah. put it out there. Um, because we got tired of uh, assassins slash bounty and hunters. And people trying to kill us all right. the time. So it's a good thing that's not currently happening. Oh, right. wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Because then we went to a party. Well, uh, no. no. First, you we ran into party. your... <laughs> uh, well, first we ran into your bud... We did do that. Racist. Yes. Who I don't. I don't think Cesario. he's. I don't think Cesario. I don't think he's racist. He ha- I think you're just male. <laughs> yeah, you gotta what bring you? honeys to the club. It's buddy. Oh, why can't I be his friend? It's. Have you never been to a There's club a lot of before? Judgment happening. A uh, yeah, bouncer uh-huh. is like. I'm pretty sure he's not racist. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. kind of said hi to everyone, and then was like. Moving on. <laughs> so yes, he you did definitely awesome, a, cool definitely people. a rude boy. You sure. did indeed run into Sid's old mentor slash friend Cesario Galeblade. 
Uh, that was what I was trying to remember was his last name. Who introduced himself with aplomb to most of the group. <laughs> it's fine. I'm used to it by now. Doesn't bother me one bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly. clearly. <laughs> Not at all. Stewing over here in my own emotions. It's fine. I want to go in that party. It's fine. Um, but you got in anyway by being <laughs> invisible. It's true. After being confronted by some not so pleasant folks in the back of this, uh, the axe's grind is the inn where the party is taking place. It's true. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then we also happened to notice that Lucrezia <laughs> was also at the party, which is such bad news. Our, yeah. our dear friend. Nope. Dear, dear friend, you know, just another of the Threadless. You've shared so much with her over the last six years. So many yep. fun adventures. That one time yeah. that she screamed, and then that yeah. other time that she tried... Well, she was just sort of sitting there. Yeah. That's sort of and, all she did. And that other time we tried to save her, and it didn't work at all. Yeah, <laughs> the time slightly. that she screamed. The time that she screamed. It's almost as if we're the Oh, people. she did that multiple times, then. Yeah. Oh, she uh, cried, too. I feel like I should also mention... Memories. There's, uh... Apparently, uh, one of the towers in, um... The... Blah, 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 in the Drylands was taken by a mysterious force. Ah, yes. Not uh, one of. The tower. Yeah. The main tower which guards the Sun Pass, which is one of the few safe roads in and out of the Drylands. And... Yeah. Stands as a bulwark against things that would wander up out of those deserted, dark places. Maybe yeah. hobgoblins, maybe kobolds, maybe cultists. Who knows? Anyway, it's not in control by the good guys right now. So that's a bad thing. Sure. Yeah. But I guess it depends on who the good guys are. Right, I was about to say, good and bad is really relative, but you know. From the point of view of every person you've witnessed so far, outside of the ones actively trying to kill you. But it could be Grawl's good, good hobgoblin buddies. I got kicked out. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Fun fact, they don't I, actually I don't like know. me. I don't know if we do. I don't think any no of us know does. that. <laughs> as far as you know, you found me in the desert. That's true. Mm-hmm. I know more about you than any of these other chuckles fucks do. Uh, which, th- which is, which is that very little right there. <laughs> Leastways, uh, yes, you had found yourself at a party in the Inn of the Axe's Grind, hosted by, of course, the Stormhaven Bards Guild. And they brought that thumping goodness to their parties. Uh, drinks were free, the music was hot, the dance scene was kicking. But... There was also your dear old friend, Lucrezia, sitting in the corner, observing blandly, like she do. Uh, you had also found out that uh, your friend Cesario and some of his Bard's Guild friends had recently been to the Drylands and picked up some new recruits who had been pouring money into the guild. And that's why this party was so off the hook. You're still not quite sure what's that I- all about. Yeah, I yeah. think he described them as couriers at one point. Well, he was describing the people he had uh, taken into the Drylands as couriers. He hadn't really described oh, right, the right, people right. coming okay. out of the Drylands. 
He did say Lucrezia was one of them, though. He did. said that to Sid anyway. Well, some woman named Lucy who didn't have any truck with his charms, so. It's, it's not hard to <laughs> put those things together. I know we're all dumb, but. <laughs> but anyway, near the end of this situation, yeah. Lucrezia had stood up, walked straight through your group as though not recognizing any of you, proceeded to walk up to our room, behind which an invisible growl did follow. Lurking outside the door, still invisible, peeping through a keyhole, like one does, Grawl witnessed a conversation between Lucrezia and... Well, you're not quite sure what it was. It was a three-headed lizard thing, and at the end of that conversation, Lucrezia did say, The will of Dahaka be done. Derive of that what you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does, does Ozzy Dahaka have, like, a brother? Maybe with a different first name? <laughs> Fozzie he Dehaka. does have Fozzie a brother. <laughs> but he's a three-headed bear. No, it's The Muppets oh have creeped into this, too. Yeah, oh, I was, uh, oh, I'm not going to say it because nobody's going to have context for it, but you know who would be so happy that we're having a conversation. <laughs> Oh, man. Good times. Uh, Except they weren't. Um, No, no. Uh, There is one more piece of pertinent information that was gleaned from the conversation that you overheard, Grawl. Do you remember what that was? Oh, I remember. I do. do. uh, uh, Share with the class, everyone. Go for (laughs) Uh, it. All at the same time. It's that Aki Dehaka wants everyone dead except for Sid. Except for Sid. (laughs) <laughs> well, they specifically said the elf. The elf, yeah. I'm just going to say, yeah. that might not be me, because I'm technically that is true. not an elf. A half-elf. I'm a half-elf. It's very, very different. It's true. And if you remember correctly, as of right now, Cherish appears as a half-elf as well. Yeah. So. Oh, God, I did forget about that. Mm-hmm. Unless I can see through. Yeah. yeah. Don't know. We don't know. We don't know anything. We're so dumb. You just kind of wander into places and be like, hey, we're surrounded. Huh. Yeah. But specifically, Grawl, what you heard at the very end of the conversation was Kill them all, but leave the elf alive. Uh Yeah. And that is where we find Grawl, who belongs to Low Legion now, Backing away slowly from an indoor on the second story of the Axe's Grind. After Lucrezia had said, Dahaka's will be done. What do you do? Um, I'm still invisible, right? Currently. Last an hour. Okay. Um, uh, can I see the rest of the crew coming up the stairs? I believe they were about to come up the stairs right now, actually. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're not good at sneaking. I am. I'm great yeah, at it. I mean, I'm... Here's my question to the rest it. of the group. Are you attempting to be sneaky? Are we? 
I am. Yes. All I right. Am as well. I am as well. Sure. Is, yeah. I'm gonna whisper to Tirza like, maybe, maybe you guys should stay by the staircase, and I'll go check on Grawl. Actually, I don't know which door he's in front of. You don't. He's invisible, Sid. You'll have no idea where I'm at. No. no. What, if, what if someone comes out? What if he's already gone in a room? Grawl. Oh God, we didn't think this through. You no, see them having this whispered thing. conversation at the top of the staircase. Uh-huh. Just to your left, the door behind which Lucrezia was just communing with her god, you mm-hmm. hear the clink of chains and the soft pad of boot heading towards the door. <gasps> okay. Um, uh, uh, mage hand. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm going to sneak back up against, like, so the door's going to open, and I'm going to do, like, the opposite direction that it opens. So I'm up against the wall, so there'll be enough room for me to, like, slink up against the wall. And then I'm going to ma- use mage hand down the hallway and, like, point back down the stairs. Okay. Yep. So everyone who is at the top of the staircase, give me a perception check to see if you notice the mage hand. Oh, whew, 17. Uh, I think that's a dirty 20. Yes, sir. It is. Um, if you'd like to think about with, with my, uh, with my, you know, I, I rolled a one. Okay, I'm not going to dance around it. So, Sid, your back is to the hallway. You were having this whispered conversation, trying to convince your two compatriots to maybe just wait here while you strode ahead. Yeah. But so your back is to the hallway and can't see the giant, or not giant, but strange spectral hand suddenly appearing in the hallway. Whereas Cherish and Tirza, you immediately see it, and it is pointing vigorously back down the stairs. <sighs> Sid, Sid, we gotta go. We have to go. We have to go now. Like I'm grabbing, the hand. I'm grabbing his wrists and I'm like pulling him down the stairs or yeah, attempting or... to anyway. And yeah. I'm tears is actually on the other side, like pushing him <laughs> from by the back. Sid, I would like to give like you to give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, should we be making strength checks? No, okay. not yet. <laughs> uh, that would be. 25. Oh, no! <laughs> Alright, so, you do not lose your balance as Tirza is pushing you and Cherish is pulling you, and this little cavalcade goes <laughs> rolling down the stairs. God. Grawl, the door opens just in front of you. hmm You see Lucrezia stride out, her face still that just black mask, that blank mask, devoid of all emotion. I don't know if I've ever fully described what she's looked like in totality. I've definitely done it in bits and pieces, but Mm. she is a woman of decent height, probably standing a little over six feet tall. She is wiry in the extreme. You can see tendons, just corded ropes of muscle running down her arms across her neck. Not cut. It doesn't look healthy, per se, but you can see, like, the skin stretched over the muscles in odd ways. Her face, like I said, is a blank mask, lacking emotion. She just stares with slightly hooded eyes into the middle distance. 
Her hair is shaved on the sides with like a big swoop of her bright red hair coming down on one side, almost covering her right eye, but never quite getting there. She has those slightly barbed chains wrapped around both of her exposed arms. Her sleeveless blouse low cut to expose the three-toed brand on her chest. And as she strides forward, you can see that she is flush, but you're not sure with what. There is a pinkness in her cheeks, a, a rosiness to her skin that wasn't there before. Mm. I'm just going to stay out of the way. <laughs> okay. Like, there's, there's enough space in this hallway for me to, like, up against the wall, hold my breath, and someone walks by just fine, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Assuming they don't hear you breathe. Which I just rolled her perception to see if she does. So she pauses ever so slightly as she walks out of the door, kind of scanning the hallway, and then walks back the way she came, leaving you there, Grawl. Tirza, Sid, Cherish, you find yourself at the bottom of the stairs. What do you do? Uh, we're going back to the party. Yes, we're yeah. going back to the party. That's probably Why? a good idea. Why? Why are we going back to the party? Just just come with us. Just come on. Why? Like, there's a hundred of them out there, right? Well, I don't know how many. You are actually there. are not sure. You never saw any other cultists. Mm -mm. Yeah. Okay, so in that case, she's alone. We can take her. There's four of us. I mean, we've never seen her be combative. Girl. We don't know any, like... Okay, you're seeing all the things that mean that we should not fight her. We I'm don't know saying. what she's capable of. Grawl just told us to go back this way. I trust him. Look, the Bard's Guild, there's people in there. I don't... I, there, for whatever reasons, she's here. I don't think she'd want to, like, kill any of those people. We are assuming a lot. About uh, you know what? You're your friend you are too. Your friend might help us. She can't say Cesario's name. This... I'm embarrassing in seventeen. Uh maybe. I mean Grawl, what are you yes. doing as she walks away? Um How long is this hallway? Like 20 feet-ish? Yeah. You're only about halfway feet. down Okay. from the staircase that goes down a level. You know that it was actually a switchback where you came up here, so there's a staircase that also leads up to the next level of the inn. But, uh, yeah, the hall proceeds another 20 feet away from you, away from this room. There are more rooms on this floor, and it's about 20 feet back to the staircase. Can uh, So... Can I tell which direction she's heading if she's going to be going up or downstairs? Uh, do you stay in the hall and watch her? I uh, Like, from the hallway without moving, can I tell that? Yes. Or would I have to move? No, okay, yeah, can't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hold position for a half second. Okay. Like, you see her stop at the top of the stairs, and her head tilts to the side as though she's listening to something. Then you see her raise both hands, 
put them at her shoulders, opposite each other, and then slowly run her hands down her arms in this motion, her fingers trailing against the chains that are wrapped around her arms. Then she'll reach up behind her back, reach down to the back of her blouse, and you see her unclasping something, and the chains start to loosen around her arms, and she's shaking them out. And they start draping on the ground. Shake it out, shake it out. Can we hear that? Shake it out, shake it out. Oh, wow. You are having a fiercely whispered conversation at the bottom of the staircase. <laughs> yep. God damn it. So bad. Boned. Totally boned. I said it. And I don't have any spell slots left. <laughs> Just want to let you guys yeah. know. You know what? I got plenty. So, you know what? If if we gotta, then fine. Um. Creep. Um. I'm gonna start moving towards her, seeing that. Okay. Tirza, Sid, Cherish, what are you doing? There was a debate going on. Yeah, I... Yeah, I think we're still trying to convince Sid that we need to go back to the party. I don't think we should be anywhere near a large group of people. This could get really violent. Really quick. It's gonna get violent either way. Look. So why do we want, like, innocent people around? That's actually a really good point. Maybe we should just take care of it right now. That's what I'm saying. Right now in this inn? I mean, that's not you want me to set it on fire? Is that what you want me to do, Tirza? <laughs> you don't have to set it on fire. What? All of my damage are fire. Magic missile. <laughs> okay. All but <laughs> one. Voice of Grawl. Cherish, does a 20 hit your AC? Yeah, you know what? Um, I bet it does. I bet it does. I'm not even going to look at my character sheet. I like gonna... that we, we, heard, we heard the dice roll, and I was like, that was Mike, right? <laughs> Rolling that? That wasn't anybody else? Fuck. So, Grawl, before mm. you get up onto her, you see her lash out dead. chains on both arms. And then fling one of them down the stairs. It's only about 15 feet. You hear Cherish's cry at the bottom of these stairs. Cherish? Yeah? You feel this white hot fire lance across your back. And you see this shining red-white chain whip down the staircase, Sid and Tirza. Uh, suddenly your attention is drawn up to the top of the staircase. It's only about 15 feet up. And Lucrezia is standing at the top of it, these chains burning with this red-hot radiance, whipping down at Cherish. Cherish, you are going to be taking... Let's see here. 12 piercing damage and 2 radiant damage. Oh man, I was hoping it was fire damage. It is holy fire. Well, I'm not I'm not resistant to that, Mike. <laughs> it's true. So, two radiant and how much of the other thing? 12? 12. 12. Okay. She will then attack a second time. Great. Cool. That is going to be a 26 to hit. 
you know, weirdly enough, that one doesn't. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. So that's 14 piercing damage and two more radiant damage. Hey guys, I have five hit points, just so you know. And then the chain will whip back around for a third hit with oh, this great. ball at the end of it. Just kidding. But that is only a 12 versus your AC. Oh, that doesn't hit. Oh my god. God bless America. <laughs> okay. So these two chain strikes with these long barbed points Bitch. whip down the staircase with these glowing hot ends and at the very end the chains will like swing around her elbows wrap around her neck and this last little flick out as the this bald end of the chain will strike it cherish as well uh then i'm gonna need some initiative rolls yeah that that makes sense did you roll well olivia doing good Mm -hmm. super good super good about this time. So, 25 to 20? 25. Oh, damn. Your boy so, coming in. Sid, what is your dexterity Watch. score? Uh, it is 18. 18, okay. Fucking what? <laughs> I'm so mad. I may have gotten crazy and built a dex paladin, y'all. Um, oh, yes. Oh, no, bitch. Ew. Give me a drink. 15 to 20? Uh, I got another oh, no, evil lady to add to my wife yeah. group. <laughs> no 15 nope. to 20? Nope. 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 Okay. Uh, 10 to 15? I got 14. 14. <gasps> We're all cherished. What are your deck scores? I think the last time we... Because we have the same modifier, but yours is a... Your thing is a thir- uh, 12 and mine's 13. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. All right. Uh, then an unseen force is on the initiative. Oh, attracts. Yeah, attracts. Is it like windy or like... <laughs> I thought you said windy and I was like, his name's Cesario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, Mr. Breezy. What, what's his name? Call me Mr. Breeze. I'll blow you yeah. down. <laughs> Tirza, what do you got? You're the last one here. I have a two. Tirza bringing nice. up the rearza. Yeah. Nice. Classic on form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, first things first. Then some unknown party that rolled better than everybody here uh, is going, though they are oh. unaccounted for. Uh, next is, of course, Lucrezia. She Boo. has crazy high decks, y'all, because she's a chain fighter. That's so fucking awesome. Yeah. I wish she was on our side. Yeah, I wish I'm I wasn't so about, mad that I wish I wasn't about to die. <laughs> Speaking of which, mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> she is going. She's to... kind of on my side. Fuck off. <laughs> Sixteen going to hit your armor class. You know what? Anything above us above a fourteen. You know what? Just just roll them. Okay. God damn it. I don't know, you might uh, have shield. That's a spell that people have. I don't. Okay. <laughs> Just so you know, my AC is 14 and I don't have shield. <laughs> Good to know. Well, that's unfortunate because yeah. uh, this first chain is going to whip down and deal okay. 
13 piercing damage cool. and 3 radiant damage. Awesome. Shit. Yeah, I'm at negative 11. Keep okay. going. Yeah. Oh no, if you go down, next chain's coming at Sid. Oh, yeah. okay, That's cool, correct. great. Yeah, That's I'm right. at negative 11. Alright, that is going to be a 17 versus your AC. That is my AC. Then that is going to hit. Yep. So, get to re-roll those. Cool. How far away did you guys back up down the stairs? They stopped at the bottom. bottom. My god. (laughs) Just went to the bottom of the stairs. Uh. And then we started arguing like dipshits. Sid, you are going to be taking 12 piercing damage and 3 radiant damage. So 15 Uh, total. I'd like to use uncanny damage. Uh, and kind of edge on that. I can't say it. <laughs> okay. So you'll be taking. Uh, no, it was is twelve and what? Uh, twelve and three, so fifteen total. So you'll be taking eight damage if you have it. Um, and then the third attack will come down. Oh, that's not good. Um, that's because twelve is not going to do it. Yeah. So the little the end of the chain will whip out at you and not do anything. Um, then let's see. Yeah, she's gonna stay right where she is. She's a big fan of just staying at the top of these stairs and whipping all of y'all. Yeah. Sure. Uh, that brings us to Sid. Okay, Mike. Yeah. Uh, this is something that has not happened in combat yet. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you mechanically. It's my turn, but it's not Tears' turn. Can she shield boost me? Hmm. Interesting question. Um, I will say, as you're positioned right now, no, unless you wanted to be shield boosted away from the stairs. Because, as you described it, uh, Tirza... I actually, hmm. Tirza was behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say, Tirza, you can do this, but you will be blowing your reaction. Um, that's fine. I'll do that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, we were at, I, don't, I think we're at third level of training or something. I don't know. We have, yes, three little divots. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to roll for it. We'll have yeah. to roll for it, yeah. So I'm making an acrobatics check. You are making an acrobatics check and... Tirza is giving me an athletics check, and we are hoping they are pretty close to each other. Slash both so my, very high. My, okay, so mine can't be... Mine can be very high, and hers can... Right. I I do want to roll well, is, is what you're saying. So. I mean, everyone wants to roll well, yes. I think we're going to be okay. okay. I believe in us. I'm going to use my um, Part of the cards. advantage on this one. Everybody wants to roll well. <laughs> Is this the musical episode? (laughs) And yes, it is. What did you get? Nat 20. Ooh. Tirza? I got a 24. Ooh. Hey! All right. So, yes, you can launch Sid up the stairs. Heck yeah. yeah. I just just turn to you and I just say, boost! And and (laughs) assume you know what that means. Yeah, I think Tirza, like, drops to a knee so you can get your foot on the shield and then it just, Mm. like, rockets up. And then I think I like pull out Stormpiercer as I'm flying up the staircase at Lucrezia, and I'm going to try and stab her. 
Okay. As you enter her threatened range, she's going to get an attack of opportunity on you. Or That is going to be a 20 versus AC. Yeah, that's going to hit. All right. She's going to whip you with that burning chain yet again. That's going to be a reroll. Okay, got to keep that. So 6 plus 5 is 11 piercing damage and 3 radiant damage. Can I um, uncanny dodge this as well? No. No? Is it not a... Oh, because it's the same round of combat. Mm-hmm. Right. She's, she gets to attack a lot. Okay. 11 and 3. Well, she has extra attack. She has a um, modified version of the polearm master feat, and you just entered her threatened range. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> oh, boy. Fun. But you cool. do succeed in launching yourself up the stairs, and I'm assuming you're going to be attacking her. I am. I'd like to. I'd like to do that. Yeah, um, I was definitely deciding whether or not to give her the the chain master feet or the uh, the sentinel feet to stop people moving past her. So yeah. <laughs> that was a fun coin flip. Sure. Uh, Mike, your delight I'm, in this I'm glad is someone's having a good yeah. time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck yes. Um, I got... What would it be? 25. 25 is going to hit. Hell you. Uh, I am going to make just a wild assumption that I'm going to get Stormpiercer uh, the damage on this, on this. No. No. What? Stormpiercer, you failed me. Are you kidding me? Stormpiercer does not want to fight this person. Why? I guess that, I is, that, that is. She just killed Cherish! <laughs> wow. Friendship some... ended with Stormpiercer. <laughs> um... Or let me put. Let me. Let me better put this. Stormpiercer doesn't want to kill this person. Okay. You don't need to kill her. I didn't say kill. Well, Stormpiercer's damage is precision damage, and it always implies kill. Fair enough. Um, uh, I never liked that one anyway. <laughs> nineteen damage. Yeah. Okay. Um, was that a sneak attack? Yes. Okay. I don't think Grawl got quite close enough to. Oh, was Grawl? Did you sneak? Oh, oh yeah. I didn't even think. I thought you were still at the. Grawl was needed to sneak really close to Lucrezia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I can tell you what my D eight was. Now nah, it's gonna stick because you also you got launched by, and that is very surprising. Sure. <laughs> uh, that brings us to Cherish with a death saving throw. That's a seven. That is a seven. All right, that is one failure. Strike one, which brings us to Grawl. Grawl, you um, saw Sid launched up the staircase, presumably by one of your other friends. Yeah. Um, how far away am I at this point? You're only about 15 feet away. Okay, perfect. Um, wait, am I coming up, like, at her uh, flank? Should basically behind, behind her, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna go for, uh, like, attacking my friends, so straight-up greatsword on this fool. Alright. Uh, you have advantage on this attack roll. Because you are flanking with Sid. 
Um, that is going to be a 21. 21 is going to hit. Perfect. Okay, so... One. Um, oh, boy. Uh, 10 for my first attack. All right. And roll for the second attack. That's a 22. That'll hit. Okay, and then... Um, nine. Nine. Oof, didn't like that. Okay, that is going to bring us to another unseen. Let's see here. Tirza, you are at the bottom of the stairs. You see the doors leading back into the party burst open. And several men and women dressed in loose-fitting clothing... All of their sleeves have been rolled up, and you see the brands of Ozzy Dehaka on the inside arm, just Walls. below the okay. elbow. That's no good. No, no. They spent their whole turn moving, though, so they you see a bunch of them bursting through this door into this hallway that leads back Can into the party. I, when, when you say a bunch of them, is it possible to tell how many there are, or it's just a lot? There are at least three coming through the door right now. Great. That'd be a great time for a wall of force spell. Which brings us to Tirza. Bringing up the rear, though. <clears throat> on a reindeerza. Nope, not a reindeerza. Um. Yeah, I was gonna do another thing, but I guess I'm gonna do this thing instead. Sorry, that was unhelpful to say. <laughs> um. I am going to. So just to let you know, yes, the cultists are pouring into the hallway, but Cherish also lies at your feet. Yep, I know. Okay. Mm. There's a lot happening. She'll be fine for like one second. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I mean, she gets it once. Uh, Well, Sid, it's your job to not let that happen to her. Um, because you just lost I'm... him upstairs. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, fine. Towards... To okay, argue. it's fine. Um... <sighs> yeah, I'm going to um, whip out. Uh... I'm not going to use a javelin. I'm going to use a uh, Maretziger, and I'm going to launch this thing two-handed. At, at, um, at whom? Uh, uh, bu- 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 cultists. Okay. And I'm going to channel divinity and use storm strike. Oh shit! Okay. <gasps> Wait a second. They're coming out of the doors that lead into the party, right? Yeah. Just kidding. What happened to not hurting all of those innocent people? <laughs> My best friend is dead. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> Unconscious. Oh, man. Um, you know how the no hesitation thing was uh, on Trinjini's? Yeah, that might not be a good good idea for her. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Stick to your oath. Defend the innocent. I, it's kind of a... goes back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's not a good thing. But you know, but, but you know what I will do? Uh... I am going to channel Stormstrike, but I'm going to do it the other way. I'm going to do it towards Lucretia. Cool. And even better. Huh? What? Yep. 
Sweet. Th th thanks? <laughs> yeah. You have high decks. It'll be fine. I don't. <laughs> I'll be fine, too. You're throwing this at, like, what, a 45-degree angle? And I'm on the ground? Yeah, chairs will be fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm going upstairs. Just letting you know, I have half health, but yeah. Go ahead. Do you have half health? Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. Okay, this and is that's total. And you know what? It's... It's... A hundo percent fine. Um... Because I rolled a one. <laughs> I don't think so. That then it's that's not actually bad. <laughs> that's, that's really bad. That's actually hundred percent bad. Yeah, like really bad. Sid, uh, high or low? Uh, fucking high. Okay. Oh god. It's only a, it's a twenty-seven, <laughs> oh, so no. it is not striking you in the back. Okay. Good. Good. The javelin is not striking yeah. him in the back. The right. lightning oh, is still shit, going right. off, because as we established, yep. those are two totally separate things. So I need everyone yep. at the top of the stairs to make me dexterity saving throws. Just want to be level 7. Just want to be level 7. And what is the DC on this, Tirza? It is 12? Uh, it's 13. 13. Oh. Did you get 12? I got 13. Thirteen is what you need, so you made it. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I was thinking it was the like the same with like an attack. Nope. Okay, Sid. I'm assuming you're assuming what? What are you? Assuming? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I assume oh, nothing. What did you roll? My second one of the night. Ah, excellent. Oh, okay. Whew. Wait. Whew. <laughs> what are you hoofing? You That's just... bad. You rolled a you one. You rolled a nat 20, too. I thought you meant that was I your said my second, second one, for the one night. as in botch. Yeah. Oh. No. Tirza, if you could please roll me 4d8. Jesus. So, you know. <coughs> I'll come get you, Sid. Oh no, we don't trust you anymore. <laughs> uh, one. Cool. Oh, another. Oh, my God. Okay. Two. Four. You know, I was looking at Monk. It seems like and 10. <laughs> Actually, I apologize. It's not 4d8. I was thinking of the actual Lightning Bolt spell. It's only 2d10 plus your Paladin level. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were doing that as extra because no, 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 you botched. No, no. Because okay. you guys both fucked up so bad. <laughs> yeah. My apologies. I did not realize yeah. what the damage was on Stormstrike. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Whew. Uh, That's... I... Rolled my 100, so that was 70, and it scared me really bad. Uh, so 7 plus 2 plus... So 9 plus 6 is 15. So, Sid, you'll be taking 15 lightning damage. Lucrezia made her save, so she will be taking 8. And Grawl, you'll be taking 8 as well. Okay. Well, I'm still standing, so... That's good. For now. She attacks like 14 times in a yeah, round. Yeah. I know, she does. Uh, Tirza, would you like to move at all? Or do anything else? I would. Um, can I, if I move, if I try to drag Cherish, will that... You will be at half movement. 
does it seem does it seem like her chains go really far or could could I even she was I attacking you all at the bottom of the stairs from the top of the stairs which is like 20 feet it's about 15 feet yeah and that seemed to be the outside of her range okay I'm gonna um not that it super helps because her friends are coming but I'm gonna Try and to drag Cherish out of her way. Just to let you know about the tactical situation here, the bottom of the stairs empties out into a hallway. One direction the hallway goes is back towards the party. The other direction the hallway goes remains unexplored. You actually don't know where it goes. Oh, I thought we were trapped. I did too. Yeah. I always jump out a oh. window. So presumably it leads towards the rear of the inn, at least spatial awareness would lead you to believe that you don't actually know where it goes though can i just pull cherish like uh is is there the hallways going different directions is that really close to the bottom of the stairs it is can i like pull cherish stairs essentially okay cool can i just pull cherish like kind of around the corner so that she's not In. in the way of everything yeah absolutely yeah, so I'm gonna do I'll that. Have, I'll have cover from Lucrezia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And okay. if these guys have any ranged, and I'll also kind of take up a position at the, like, in front of where Cherish is. Okay, sounds good. Um, that is going to bring us back to the top with a figure who is going to enter the fray. Though what that means, you still don't know. It's about to find out. Yep. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know, because, uh, when the doors are open into the, uh, the main room of the inn proper, there's that loud music still playing, and it's really covering the noise of whatever else is going out on out there. You're not sure what kind of scene these cultists have caused pouring into this, and the music seems to still be playing at its really fanatic tempo, so it's... Really, really loud. It seems as though this inn has some kind of enchantment that muffles sound when the doors are closed. So when the doors are closed, you can barely hear it. But when the doors are open, you can really hear this thumping techno music. And suddenly we're in the opening scene of Blade as the like the thumping beat is playing and like blood-soaked people are having fights in hallways. Cool. That that music keeps coming up on my Spotify for whatever reason. Like that Blade song. And it's... <laughs> satisfying very it, yes but weird well it was apropos <laughs> anyway that brings us to lucrezia who is going to cast misty step to get to the bottom of the stairs oh, yep. i hate her i hate her so much so suddenly grawl sid you are without a target as lucrezia disappears tirza misty step mm-hmm. is bonus action she appears right in front of you awesome um, and she, getting a good look at her now, you can tell that she looks like she has taken a walloping. She is not looking good uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but the blood seeping down her arms and across her chest from the wounds she sustained and across her back only seem to add to the strange, hellish light that is infusing her chains you can tell just by looking at these things that there's a very familiar energy about her weapons. It looks like she might have cast Divine Favor on herself before engaging in this fight. And 
let's see. She is going to... Paladin versus Paladin. She is going to whip at you Fight. with her chains. With a, okay. with a couple of attacks. Ooh, um, 18 versus your AC? No. Uh, you do not have your shield out right now. I believe you had... I did, I used it to launch Sid, oh, okay. didn't I? Uh, when you said you and pulled I... out Maretziger earlier. <gasps> I did! Yes. Oh, yep. It's it's done, yeah. Um, well, you said you, you put up a defensive position. Yeah, I but... did, but I, I can't drag you, you and pick up my shield and oh, that yeah, makes sense yeah. you said what did you say it was 18 18 uh, yeah okay. it does it super does all right so the first attack and is going to be seven plus five is 12 12 piercing damage and four radiant damage okay and I think she is going to throw a smite behind that as well. You said 12 plus 4? 12 plus 4, so 16 total. Okay. But she is about to also throw a smite on top of this. Okay. For an extra 9 radiant damage. And her second attack was for 27. Yeah. You know, weirdly, that one doesn't hit. Oh, strange. <laughs> and that is going to be for 12, 13, 14, 15 damage total, three of which is radiant. Oofa doofa. And That's not good. that is going to be her turn. That brings us to Sid. Uh, so there's still a bunch of dudes. Um... In the, uh, coming in? Yeah, but you are at the top of the stairs. Lucrezia uh, has moved to the bottom of the stairs, backed up a little bit, so she's got this big gang of people right behind her, but they haven't had a chance to move in yet. Um, Cherish so and Tirza have been pulled to the side of the staircase a little bit, so you can't see them either. True. Um, can I, I have 20 caltrops, can I throw them at the group of enemies who are, who are pouring in? Uh, you'd have to get to the bottom of the stairs first. I would. Okay. Ball bearings, Elliot. Familiar with a <laughs> from your time as a DM. Yeah, I think I think Allie just said ball bearings. Probably. Well, ball bearings are different than caltrops. Caltrops are all spiky ones. ones. Mm -hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, Lead me astray. <laughs> so, do you want to get to would the I, bottom of the stairs? Would I be moving into uh, her range? Yes, though she can't technically see you right now, so. Uh, okay. You would be doing that once you get down to the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, I I just don't want to get like hit with her with her reaction again. I mean, yeah. that's a good plan. But yeah, yeah, you're not sure. She seems to be focused on Tirza, but then again, she seems to be able to multitask pretty well. Yeah. Um. I don't know how helpful that's going to be. I'm going to. Um. I I bought a. Um, just when I bought a healing potion last time, we were, um, I believe, a healing potion. Um, so maybe first I'm going to, it would be an action to drink a healing potion. Mm -hmm. Well, it's either that or die the next round. So um, uh, I'm going to, yeah, I'm, I'm instead going to down my healing potion. Greater healing potion? Yeah. Okay, 44 plus 4. 
Are you moving at all or staying where you are? Uh, I'm not going to move yet. I'm, again, I don't know. Well, how many guys are coming in? You don't know. How many can I see at this moment? None. You're at the top of the stairs. Right, so I don't even know anyone's coming in. Never mind. This is true. <laughs> yeah. no, that's not I'm so excited for when they come to join us. Yeah, me too. So, I guess, Sid, you would hear that the music is a lot louder, which means the doors into the party are open. Yes. What you but derive I, from that, I don't necessarily know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see any, but... Um, yeah. It's 12. Uh, God, I'm so bad at math. Uh, so that would be 13, 14, 17. Yeah, 17. Okay, cool. But you staying where you are? Um... No, 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 no. Um, because Sid wouldn't do that. Um, and it's going to be. Sorry. So you're going down to the bottom of the stairs then? Yep. Okay. Moving down to the bottom of the stairs, you see. You can basically like poke your head out and see Lucrezia around the corner. You know that yeah. if you get to the bottom, bottom of the stairs, you'd be right in her line of sight and she'd probably flick a chain at you. So if you stop okay. right before you hit the landing, you'll be okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. And wait for a moment to strike. All right. That brings us to Cherish with, a, with another death saving throw. That's 11. Holy shit. That is a pass. Way to go. I'm doing so good over here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly doing the best in this fight. <laughs> honestly? <laughs> Grawl. Yes. That invisible still. <laughs> no, I'm not, no. not invisible. Oh, okay. Yeah, the attack oh. broke the invisibility. I mm -hmm. did have a quick question, though. Did my half fall off? No. Okay. It is currently not working because you're unconscious, but it did not fall off. <gasps> That's bullshit. I, I mean, mean, it's not. I, may, I understand why it's not working now, but... but like, I get it, but it still sucks. <laughs> so now you're a tiefling... You all have a stupid hat. <laughs> oh, it's the worst of both worlds. Grawl, what are you doing? Um, so I'm still the only one upstairs at the moment. Yes. Though Sid is only about ten feet below you on the on the last couple of stairs before he hits the floor. Okay. Hmm. Uh. Does, I'm, I'm debating whether this seems like a winnable fight at this point. Um. Yeah. Uh, can I do? Can, how far is the drop? If I can, I drop down off like a banister. Drop down. No, there's solid walls on either side of the okay. stairs. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, I guess I'll uh, move down to uh, help. Do you want to move down just behind Sid, or do you want to move down to the bottom of the stairs into the hallway? Uh, I can see everyone from Sid's position, right? Sid you can kind of anything. like poke your. You could head poke around. your head out, but you can't really effectively do anything unless you wanted to like cast a cantrip or something. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Okay, um, if you bunch up on the same space that Sid is on, you will be mm -hmm. squeezing and you'll be suffering some penalties. I'm just letting you know that right now. Mm. Push Sid out of the way. Or yeah, I could just <laughs> push him out of the way. Push him into the line. I have, I, well, no, I have more health, so it's. I'm gonna let you all die. <laughs> Sid hey, just runs the I'm game. gonna disengage. Remember, never see you guys again because you'll be fucking dead. 
about that? Remember hey, way back when Sid, I told everyone to back up? We tried to leave, and you were the one who didn't let us, so... Oh, well, Anyways. I guess I should have just let her let loose on a group of partying people. You're right. You don't and know was that she was she was gonna do that. Grawl, what anyway, are you doing? I'm is, going yeah. down to uh, I'm put I'm I'm stepping past uh Sid. And into um, the hall? Yes, and into the hall. Okay. As you enter Lucrezia's threatened range, she's going to make an attack at you. That is going to be for nineteen versus your AC. Yep, that hits. Alright. Flicks a chain at you. Watch out. Three ones. So that is seven plus five is twelve. So twelve piercing damage and three radiant damage. And she okay. wishes she could pour on a smite right now, but it's not her turn. Down to twenty-two. What are you doing? You're at the bottom of the uh, stairs. How far away is she? She is about ten feet away from you. You have enough movement left that you could close the distance if you wanted to. Yeah, and how many dudes are with her? Three other ones? You no, 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 they're all the, they're down the hall. Oh, okay. But that is like right behind her by about fifteen feet. Yeah. 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 All within coming up. Yes. And now that now that you're at the bottom of the stairs, you can see a bunch of cultists pouring out of the club. Uh, okay. You can see three of them. There might be more behind. You are not sure. I didn't realize it was that close to. So, like, if I had storm strike struck into the that mm, bad, I'm glad I didn't do that. I'm sorry, guys, that you took damage for it. But um, favorite spells. Uh, how far to? Uh, great, cool. Acid splash on these uh fools. So past um, Lucrezia onto the cultists. No, I'm gonna. I'm. Dang it. I was hoping they were closer to her. No, they're about 15 feet behind her. Yeah, Lucrezia's already already hurt. So, um, yeah, so my range is 60 feet anyways. Um, and that'll hit um, two creatures within five feet of each other. So you're throwing them at the cultists then? Yeah. Okay. And is this an attack roll, or do they have to make some kind of saving throw? Um, dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw. Oh, they're not great at those. Um, that's one of them got a seven and one of them got a 14. What is your, uh, my, it's 14. So one of them saves, one of them does not. Okay. I'll say the one that you initially threw on is taking the full brunt of this acid damage and the one who is his buddy to the side is taking a little bit. Okay. Um, Maybe level fifth level two d six. E mini mini go. Oh shit! It's only four. Four. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Um, just to clarify, with acid splash, when someone makes the save, are they taking half damage, or do they just dodge the whole thing? Um, a target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take one d six acid damage. So. If you save, I guess you don't. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, um, that the damage on that probably went up when you hit fifth level. Yeah, it's two d six, and I rolled. He, I rolled. Yeah, he a, just rolled though. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Um. So yeah, his buddy just dodges out of the way as one of them clutches their face and goes, "Ah, I'm two face now." Um, <laughs> I don't even know who that character I, is, I but oh, it feels right. All right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, that brings us to the cultists. Um. 
they are going to rush past their boss uh, straight at Grawl. This hallway is not very wide, though, so only two of them can come at you at a time. One of them is going to cast Shield of Faith on their buddy, so his AC is a little bit better. And this is the one whose uh, face you burned. And that one is going to come up at you with one of those big, nasty, evil-looking daggers and stab at you twice with it. That is going to be a... Ooh, six of his AC is not going to do it. But a nope. 19 probably will. Totally. So that is five piercing damage. As he sticks you. Down to 17. Oh, What's the plan, guys? The other one will rush up behind Lucrezia and push a potion into, like, gesturing towards her, saying, like, here, here, take this. That will bring us to tears. Uh, Sid, you had a question? Yeah. Um, they ran by to attack Grawl. I'm wondering if I got an opportunity, opportunity attacking anybody. No, because they are directly in front of you, and they're just, like, walking straight into your line of fire. They're not walking past your line of fire. And gotcha. Lucrezia has a special feat that lets her do some crazy chain shenanigans. Yeah. Um, anyway, that brings us, like I said, to Tirza. So Tirza, just in front of you, Grawl stands in the hallway, face-to-face -face with a couple of cultists. Lucrezia sort of behind her minions now. Uh, Cherish is still down behind you now. Um, yeah. Okay, so she is, she is behind the the boys now. She is behind a couple of cultists, yes. Okay. Um I'm going to uh I'm gonna like bend down and uh do lay on hands for Cherish. Okay. For how much? Um Uh, how about 20? All right. How's 20 sound? Cherish. Sounds pretty good to me. Feel the breath of life returning to you. <gasps> Feed it, put! <laughs> that means son of a bitch in French. <laughs> Slash infernal. Anything else on your turn, Tirza? Would you like to move at all? Um. Yeah. Can I... Okay, what exactly is the layout of this? Are the if if I directly in front of you, the hallway is ten feet wide. Mm -hmm. About five feet in front of you, the staircase empties out into the hallway. Sid stands just at the bottom stairs of the staircase. Grawl stands mm -hmm. in front of you at the very bottom of the staircase. Cherish is behind you. The hallway leads away to parts unknown. So you have a total of about twenty-five feet in front of you before the open doors lead out into the large club-like room of the inn. Music is pounding. You see that there are definitely still people out there. There's maybe a fight happening behind the cultists. You're not quite sure. Okay. Oh. I, if I can, I'd like to try to pick up uh, Mehen and try to pull rank with Grawl so that we're kind of like blocking the... Yeah, absolutely. You do a <laughs> sick, like, kick and then the shield is just up in your arm, Captain America style. Woo! <gasps> You stride forward, become even with Grawl, and you are now side-by-side side blocking the hallway. Mm -hmm. That brings us back to the top with parts unknown. Um, everyone, give me perception checks. 
Yeah, Ooh. That, that makes sense. Dirty 20. I'm back in the game. Nice. <laughs> uh, 25. I, I got a 10, which makes sense since I just was conscious again. Girl's focused on not dying. He rolled a solid 7. <laughs> Sid, you said 25? That's correct. Holy shit. Um, and Damn, son. Tirza, what did you get? Dirty 20. Dirty 20. All right. So this is something that Sid and Tirza would notice, but not Grawl and Cherish. As you are sort of peeking around the corner, Sid, looking over the heads of people, and Tirza, you're sort of just like trying to assess tactically the situation, getting a full read on everything that is trying to kill you. You both notice that there is, in fact, a fight happening behind the cultists who have emptied into this hallway. It seems there are more cultists out in the club proper, but someone or someones are fighting them. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You can't tell the precise nature of that fight, but there is some kind of conflict happening behind them. Cool. That is going to bring us to Crazia. Hmm. She is going to look at the four of you who have sort of closed ranks. Um, well, does she does she know I'm there? Uh, I mean, you've been poking your head around the corner. Um, Her passive perception is not low, so you're not exactly sneaking around. Um, She is going to uh, quickly, like, whip a chain around one of her arms, grab the potion being proffered to her, and swig it. Yeah, tracks. Uh, then she is going to start retreating back towards the club. So she is going to move out into the, the big room of the inn and engage in whatever fight is happening there. Yay! We beat her! <laughs> and as she moves back there, you can see that there are probably three, four more cultists out there, and she starts pushing them into the hallway. That brings us to Sid. Okay. Um, so there's a bunch of cultists now, so that's fun. Um, are there any that are engaged with uh, my my party at the moment? There are two of them directly in front of Grawl and Tirza. Great. Uh, I'd like to get behind uh, one of them. Okay. This is going to require an acrobatics check of some kind because the hallway is just choked with people at the moment. Yes. Uh, hmm, I wonder how I do this. Uh, I'm going to use uh, my second um, advantage for the day. All right. Well, I must have high acrobatics. Um, 16. All right. You do some Prince of Persia, just like bouncing off the walls, and you let, do a flip and get behind one of them. Do you get behind the one that's in front of Grawl or the one that's in front of Tirza? Um, well, I mean, it, it's tradition at this point for Grawl and I to be flanking. Um, <laughs> so, true. And yeah. just to let you know, if you attack this one, you're sort of exposing your back to the other cultists coming into the hallway. Oh, but if I attack the other one? Uh, no, either way. Yeah. <laughs> um, Choose your poison. 
the problem with flanking is that now they're also flanking. Okay, so, <laughs> so sandwich. Flank stank. How far down are yeah, I'm realizing now that um the what the reinforcements are about twenty feet away. The there was a third cultist that gave Lucrezia the potion, and he is only about ten feet away. Uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to engage with him. Okay. I'm going to go down the hallway. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You can absolutely do that. Yeah. There is another creature directly behind you, the one that is attacking Grawl, so you're not going to be getting your sneak attack unless you really circle around down the hallway. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. That's what I'm... Give me an attack roll then. Um, I'm not going to advantage, and I'll just do this. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm guessing that is a botch. Okay. Yep. This die is dead to me. We are rolling for. Eat the die to show it who's boss. Alright, that's just yes. a really bad miss, but nothing terrible happens. Uh, unless you would like to move anywhere else, you probably have uh, about ten feet of movement left. Uh, and there's just hallway in both directions at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and no doors or anything. Not that you can see. No. Well, um... No. I'm just gonna... Whatever. Okay, hanging out. Uh, Cherish, you are awake. Yeah, God. I... So Lucrecia has gone back into the party at this point. Like, we can't see her. She has moved out into the party. Uh, you would have to look past all of the cultists yeah, who are now choking the hallway. Cultists. You could probably, like, eyeball her, but it would take a perception check. Uh, and then there are th three near Sid. Is that correct? So how the tactical situation is at the moment, as you're yeah. getting up, about ten feet in front of you, Grawl and Tirza stand side to side. Just in front of them are two cultists. About ten more feet down the hallway, Sid is engaging a third cultist alone. About okay. ten feet past that is the door into the club. Okay. Okay, dear key. And just to let you know, it will take you half of your movement to stand up. To stand up, yeah. Um. I am going to cast Magic Missile. Okay. As a... God, I can't do math. Um. Grawl, you are on deck, by the way. Mm-hmm. I create five. Not really an even number. I'm gonna cast magic missile as a first level spell. Okay. Just the regular, and uh, I'm going to uh, send one dart at each cultist. All right, give me that dart damage. The unerring strikes of magic missile go streaking around your friends down the hallway, planting themselves squarely into center mass of each of these cultists. You can roll um, a single damage die for each of them, or you can roll one damage dice and have it apply to all of them. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do one. Okay. Um, so 1d4 so plus that... one. Oh my god. Okay, so that's a that's a two, so three d4 
damage per dart. Okay, so each of them takes three damage. Yeah. All right. Um, not liking that. Um, then are you going to be moving at all? I'm assuming you stood up. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm probably good where I am. Okay, that brings us to Grawl. Um, yeah. Uh, gonna swing at these fools. All right. Um, which one? So which one's engaged with me, and which one's engaged with Tirza? The which one, is the acid faced one. The, the acid faced one is definitely attacking you. Um, okay. It also it <laughs> also had <laughs> some kind of spell cast um, by his friend, which actually he needs to make a yeah he made that con save to keep the shield up. So that one seems to be shimmering with a a dull red light that is a, a shield of faith, the one that's right in front of you. Okay. Well, um, I'll, I'll I'll swing him. I'll swing my sword at, at this this dude. This dude, bro. Um, Do it. Gotta finish the job. Key up. Oh no. Uh ten. Ten's not gonna do it. Second attack. Oh, that's better. Okay. Um that is a uh that's a twenty-six. Twenty-six will hit. Roll me some of that sweet, sweet greatsword damage. God. Seven. Seven. Alright. Didn't like that. Slashing right at him. That brings us to cultists. The one in front of Grawl will attempt to make a couple of stab attacks. Ooh, but those are some shitty rolls. Um, Yay! 13 for his UAC? No. And a 9 definitely won't be. Okay. Uh, the one in front of Tirza will do the same. That is going to be... Ooh, your AC is higher now, isn't it? Um, 19. Yeah, 10's not going to do it, but a 19 will. Mm-hmm. So that is... Five piercing damage as it gets a good little dig in at you. Ha <laughs> uh, ha Yeah, cool. And Sid, the one in front of you, is going to be attempting to stab you as well. Yep. Um, 14 versus your AC? No. Okay, and that means an 18, though, does hit? Yes. Okay, so he gets one good dig in at you. Four. Oh, that's a shitty roll. Uh, three piercing damage. I can take that. Okay, uh, other cultists will begin pouring in through the door. You see three... No, actually, I am wrong. Only two of them, because one of them is super dead. Um, <laughs> they will come in... Let's see, what are they going to do? One of them will shout at Sid, uh, Grovel! And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. That command. Yeah, it's good shit. No kink shaming, but like a weird command. <laughs> uh, so I got a twenty-one. Twenty-one, very nice. You definitely resist this. You're just like. Nah. And then I say no. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. Um, and the other one. Kink see- shaming is my kink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seeing that will uh rush up to the buddy that you are fighting and cast shield of faith on him. So that he has plus two to his AC. Pansy. Um, that brings us to Tirza. That's so funny, because that's what I was just about to do. Uh, I am going to use my bonus action to cast Shield of Faith on Sid. So you now have plus two AC. And mm. then I'm just going to I'm gonna pull out my Warhammer and I'm going to try to waste this fool in front of me. Fuck him up! <laughs> Cute. That first attack will not hit, I'm assuming, with a 9. 
Uh, nine will not hit, no. Yeah. Uh, how about math? Uh, math will, in fact, hit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm terrified of it. I attack with math. <laughs> how about an 18? 18 will hit. It's like, what's 13 plus 5? Fuck. Um, okay. Roll me that Warhammer damage. That's a one and a five, uh, so eight. Eight, nice. All right, that is going to bring, um, unless you're going to be moving at all, I'm assuming you're staying where you are. Nope, I'm going to stay where I am. All right, that's going to bring us back to the top. Um, so someone unknown and Lucrezia are currently uh, having it out. Let's see how that's going. Oh no. Not well. Okay. Um someone. Alrighty. Um yeah. Uh Sid, where over to you? So uh, that the cracks in the ways. universe start to form. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> uh, I'm going to use a so there's like a bunch of them in this hallway now. Uh well there's five of them total. Yeah. And the one that you are currently fighting just got some kind of buff put on him. The two that entered the hallway are still keeping their distance a little bit. They seem to be sp- using their spells more than the other ones. Gotcha. Um, and how close are they to each other? They are right next to each other. Yeah. Um, I um, want to... They're just oh. inside the door. Inside the door. Um, uh, I'm just going to take a wild guess and say nobody is uh is like standing by themselves as far as like a five foot radius um the one you're fighting is still technically because you are basically facing each other with the halls walls behind each of your backs and you have specifically spaced it so that you're not within five feet of anybody great i just wasn't sure with all those friends coming up yeah Um, no that so far they haven't made any quick approach all right well uh Let's just try this again. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and attack him again. Do it. He did get a bit of a buff, just to warn you. Yeah, um, that's probably not going to hit. Um, that is 10. 10 is walking not, 10. 10 is not going to hit. Rad. Uh, I'm going to use my disengage uh, as bonus action, and I'm going to get behind uh, the wall of friends. <laughs> okay. Uh, you do some quick fancy footwork, basically slipping through the legs of both a cultist and Tirza to get behind yeah. your wall of friends. <laughs> oh. <gasps> this is perfect. <laughs> uh, that is going to bring us to Cherish. Excellent. <laughs> I cast Misty Step and I am Misty Stepping which is a bonus action that I can do, and I have. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just not sure where you're going with it, and okay. neither am I. Uh, in front of the Wall of Friends, so Sid comes back and tag-teams me in. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I get in front of the Wall of Friends, and in front of the other cultists that are engaged with uh, Grawl and Tirza. Uh-huh. Uh, and I am going to cast just, I'm going to cast Burning Hands, and uh, can I envelop all of these jokers that are in front of the wall of friends you could get 
two. You could get three of them. You couldn't get the ones that are actively fighting Grawl and Tears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean the ones that aren't engaged with Grawl. Oh, yeah. Tearsa. 100% you could. Excellent. Well, can you have them make some dexterity saving throws for me, please? What is the DC on that? The DC is 14. Oh, boy. Um, One of them makes it. Mm, that's nice. <laughs> Waste party, these fools. Huh? <laughs> uh, let's see here. So yeah, you're basically standing right in front of the one that Sid was most recently attacking, or mm-hmm. failing to attack, um, yeah. and you just like pop into existence right in front of him, saying, hi. Boom. <laughs> what I say is, deflagration. Uh, and I hit them for 11 fire damage, Ooh, which the other one is going to get spicy. six. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, not amazing, but... Not nothing. Um, Gonna be... You still have all your movement left. Yeah, I'm gonna back up a bit. Okay. Backing up basically puts your back to the two cultists that are fighting Tears on Grawl. But do they know I'm there? That is a very good question, and one you do not know the answer to. Yeah. I sort of didn't think this one 100% all the way through. <laughs> well... Uh... Can I make myself prone so that they have disadvantage on the attacks? They just lay down. <laughs> if you lay down, they will have disadvantage on ranged attacks, but they will have oh, advantage right. on melee attacks. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to hang out. Okay, cool. That <laughs> brings like... us to Grawl. Okay, um... I want to see if I can hit. Uh... How many are there in this little span? There are two the directly two. in front of you, fighting both There's you and Tirza. Then Tirza, then There's two more. You and Tirza. Right. I'm two standing cultists. right next to you. Two cultists. Yes. Cherish. Cherish. One more cultist. One more cultist. A small gap in the hallway, and then two uh, more cultists. Oh God. Okay. Um, and that back half of the hallway has been cooked a little bit. Mm, okay. A little bit cinched. Nah, it's fine. That's okay. Um, It'll buff. i fine. Yeah, it's fine. Just, uh, just get some wood stain. It's it's artisanal now. Uh, I'm gonna swing at this fool again uh, with the shield. He's still got the glowy red shield still kind got... of thing on him. Um, let's see. I, yeah. They actually need to make some. Oh yeah, they're fine. Yep, he still does. Okay, uh, I'm gonna swing at this fool again with the great sword and chop Do chop it. away. <laughs> Oh, that's better. Uh, 24. 24 is going to hit. Great. Cool. Um, uh, 15 for my first attack. Oh, no. Didn't like that. And, ooh, that's not a good one. That is a 10. 10's not going to hit. Okay. Well, never mind then. All right. He's looking real wobbly. I want eat him. <laughs> that will bring us to the cultists. Uh, that one that you just struck will, uh, dagger in hand, sort of clutch at his arm, and the little sigil on his arm will start burning and he'll drop his dagger, and then the empty hand will just lunge forward at your face, and he will make some kind of spell attack roll against you. Oh, that's terrible, though. Uh, nine Yay. is not gonna hit. No. He did not hit you with inflict wounds. Um... Good. Yeah. The one attacking <laughs> Tirza will keep making some dagger attacks. 
17 does no. not hit. Does an 18 hit? No. Okay, well, just clang, clang, daggers off of that. Um, the one in the middle of the hallway will try to stab at Cherish. Um, an 11 is probably not going to hit. Absolutely not. But a 22 will. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so that oh God, is five piercing damage as you get stabbed. Okay. The other two... Let's see. One of them will rush up and attempt to do an inflict wounds on Cherish. Ah, that's terrible. Uh, 12 is not going to hit? Nope. Okay, so the again, that fiery red energy surrounds his hand, worming its way up from the brand on his arm, and he'll attempt to throw it into your face, but it won't do anything. Because um, he will miss. But the other one will start uh, clutching at his arm and, like, holding his hand into, like, a grasping claw. And a fiery chained flail will appear in the hallway, uh, floating above Tirza and Grawl. And it will come smashing down on Tirza's head. Ah, but a uh, 15 is not going to hit. So you throw your shield up just in time and clang this spectral flail is deflected right in the nick of time which brings us in fact to Tirza um so I have a question uh it does not say on spell that I have to use bonus action to dismiss it but is that the case shield of faith yeah um no I would assume you just have to basically break stop concentration yeah break concentration yeah. on it because the the person who's shielded is behind my actual shield now. This is true. Uh, and I would like to shield the person who's squishy and <laughs> in front of me. So, yeah, <laughs> um, so I'm going to dismiss it on Sid and bring it up on Cherish and then wail at uh, the guy in front of me. Do it. Again. Oh, um, does a 12 hit? A 12 does not hit. Mm. I'm sorry. How about a 13? A 13 does hit. Oh, yay. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Figured out they're weak to 13s. Well, the ones that aren't shielded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How does a 6 six damage taste? 6 damage doesn't taste good, but they're growing used to the flavor. That... Unless you're moving? Um, if I, I'm assuming if I try to bust through these guys, it will not, they'll both try to attack me. That would have taken an action to try to do like a bull rush. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, then, no, I'll just, uh, I'll hang out. All right, that'll bring us back up to the top of the round. The epic duel continues despite no one seeing, ooh, they're just trading blows. Um, that brings us to Sid. Okay, which one of the two uh, engaged in the Wall of Friends is looking the worst off? That would be the one in front of Grawl. It looks like a... Someone with a finely placed stone to the forehead could take this guy out. Well, it, uh, let's give it a shot, I guess. I'm going to give myself flanking. How if... are you doing this? Um... Can I try and handspring off of Grawl? <laughs> Give me an acrobatics roll. I have 
four more advantages. <laughs> and keep, keep in mind that because you are holding Stormpiercer in one hand, this is a one-handed uh, vault off of spring. You're not wrong. Where, where, where are you planting your hand? Shoulder. Okay. Not my massive forehead. Does your character have a massive forehead? I don't know. I just assumed Cannon? it was massive. No. <laughs> I didn't uh, draw it big. Roll I mean, me that acrobatics. Yeah, go. Good. Do your flippy shit. Cherish, you are on deck. Yes. I got a 19. All right. You manage to spring up and over, Grawl, and land. It basically uses all of your movement to do this, uh, but you land with your back to Cherish. Great. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stab that guy. All right, stab that guy. <laughs> stab. That guy. Um. Well, I'm guessing it hits uh, because I got a twenty-six. That does, in fact, hit. <laughs> okay. Roll me that sweet, sweet sneak attack. Yummy. Um. Yeah. Um. Uh, not great. Um. Uh, am I getting uh, Storm Piercer damage? Hell yeah, you are. Okay, so then that would be 20 damage. Alright, you shish kebab this guy. Great. Finally! <laughs> Alright, that brings us to Cherish. Alright, I'm going to cast Flame Blade. Nice. Uh, and that is a bonus action, so I'm going to attack immediately. Yeah, do it. Golden uh, flames I... erupt from your hand, forming a scimitar that coalesces in front of you. Kind yeah. of scaring the shit out of this cultist. Good. Good. Ugh, I can't wait till I get to, like, what is it, 19th level, and I can use my, like, dragon powers to make people scared of me. <laughs> if I ever get there. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Lots of 13. 13 it will hit. <laughs> uh, 13 would hit. If this wasn't one of the shielded... Shielded. Mother hecking heck. Unfortunately, the flame breaks across the fiery red damage on this guy's skin, and he has this cracked grin that folds his face into this weird snarl. That will bring us... um, Unless you're moving at all? Um... There is now an opening in the the wall of cultists. Friends. friends. Uh, oh, oh no, the cultist, cultist wall. The front of the wall of friends. Yeah, I'm right. going to move back because Sid, Sid has his back to me. Mm-hmm. Like, are we like Charlie's Angels in it? Is that like, we're that close or? Yeah, basically. Okay. That's yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to move back like behind Sid and more in front of Grawl. Okay. There is still a cultist just to your right that is in front of Tirza, but you're now surrounded by friends as well. So you feel yes. less exposed. It's true. You have now exposed Sid, but, you know. Eh, yeah. he has... I have yeah. a higher AC than you. That's true. <laughs> that will bring us to Grawl. Yay. Um, so, the one went down? Yes. Okay. Um, the one engaged with Tirza, who is right next to me. Yep. I'm going to swing away at that fellow. Do it. Nice, 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 nice lad here. Uh, that is going to be a 25. 25 will hit. Attack one. Um, 
12 damage. All right. You bury your greatsword in this guy, and it just falls like a freaking pillar, just smashing him into the ground. This greatsword doesn't so much cut things as it does just demolish them. And this guy is just buried into the floor. I'm going to use my second attack on it anyways. I'm mad. Okay. So you attack the corpse? Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. (sighs) Roll me in. You don't want to use... Okay. Roll me some damage. I don't want to use what? You have I can't a... use my second attack on a different target. You could move and do that, yes. Yeah. I can? Dog? Yeah. Yes, dog! <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't know I could use my two attacks <laughs> with the greatsword on two different targets. Seriously. I'm not joking. It... I thought it was only one target. No, well, it, I feel it, like it, we went over this once. If you have Probably. if you have the movement available. You can attack once, move, and then attack again. That's true. Yeah. Well, alright then. That's the best part about it. <laughs> I swear to God, I asked this question before, and people were like, "No, you cannot. You can't use your second attack on something oh, else." We were wrong. It's that never happened. happened. Um, okay. Or it was like a slightly different circumstance. No, I okay. refuse. I refuse to admit that it happened at all. Now, now okay. we know. All right. No, Anyways, killing uh, fuckers. Uh, how far away is the next dude? About ten feet away, just in front of Great. Sid. Cool. Um. Let's roll for this shit. Okay. That's ah, more like 15 feet away from you, but still. You could definitely move Ooh. up. Um, and 10 damage, because it was a 25 to hit. 25 will hit, 10 damage. Oh boy. <laughs> Alright, that one is hanging on by a, a wispy thread. Uh that will bring us to the cultist, the one that you just attacked. Um Still has a shield, because that one is alive. Uh, it will look at you, Grawl, with a little bit of terror, but still try to stab at you. Mm. 11 does not hit, but a 20 probably does. Yep. So, we'll stab at you for... Oh, that blows. 3 piercing damage. The other cultists at the end of the hall, one of which still has their spiritual weapon going, that spiritual weapon will slam down at tears. Oh, come on. For six is not going to do it. Um, but that was his bonus action, so he will also cast Sacred Flame at Tirza. Um, which Sacred Flame, I believe, isn't an attack roll. I don't know why I rolled that. You need to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, I'm not great at that, but we'll see how this goes. Oh, um, what's the AC? Because I just got a 14. You make the save. You dance out of the way as this hellish flame erupts, batting it down with your shield. This guy feels very impotent. Um, The other cultist who is still up will rush forward and attempt to inflict wounds on Brawl. But I can't seem to roll above a 5 when I try to cast that spell. So, a... Yeah, five is not going to do it. So that brings us to Tirza. Um, do do I know which one cast the shield on the third cultist? Uh, give was me it a, obvious? Give me a perception check. You were kind of in the middle of fighting a guy when that of happened. Doing so. something, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't. I rolled a twelve. Yep. Nope. Um. Cool. Well, I'll just. Uh, the one with the spiritual weapon, I'm going to try to run past the cultist that's currently engaged with Grawl and Sid and okay. go for that guy. Okay. 
12. Fuck. 12 will not hit. Rolling really bad. And a 13. There we go. 13 will hit. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage. All right. So, he's not looking great either. Uh, the fight is still ongoing, though a new challenger approaches. Who could this be? Oh, actually, got a good lick in. Huh, interesting. Okay, okay, okay. So, that is going to bring us to Sid. Uh, okay. Um, I guess I'm going to try and position myself so that Grawl and I are flanking this one dude. Yeah, absolutely. Great. You're just slowly hopscotching around each other and... Just kind of like <laughs> jumping around this guy. <laughs> but now you've successfully dismantled two of the cultists and you seem to be on a bit of a streak. Well, considering how this fight started, I mean... <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, that's probably going to hit, because that is a 25. 25 is going to hit. Great. Despite the shield cast on this guy, you pierce through it. Oh, that's good. Uh, 24 damage. Yeah, you just totally demolish this guy sword straight through the classic move straight down through the the shoulder blade into the sternum then pulling it out as though you're sheathing your sword in this guy he just lets out a and blood comes purting spurting up out of his mouth and he crumples onto the floor can i can i look at the remaining cultists and just say run uh give me an intimidation roll Uh, one or two. Twenty-two. Yeah, I rolled a nineteen. Wow. Okay. Nineteen. Um. <laughs> the one that was attempting to like command people and cast inflict wounds and stuff, uh, will just wide eyes, kind of. <laughs> it looks like he's probably going to bolt. Uh, the one that has been casting the spiritual weapon that is currently engaged with Tirza wasn't really paying much attention. That's fine. That is going to bring us to Cherish. So the one that was inflicting, uh, in, or that one is casting inflict wounds, he looks like he's going to bolt, but he hasn't yet. It is not his turn. <laughs> nice. I'm going to run forward and slash at him with my flame blade. All right. Give me that flame blade. Grawl, you are on deck. Seventeen. 17's gonna hit. Hell yeah. Give me fire damage. Um, ten. Ten. Ooh, not looking good. Still standing though. That is going to bring us to Grawl. Um. So the accursed specter thing. Do I have to do that before I kill the person, or can I just point at a puddle and be like, you're mine now? Uh, that's the Hexblade <laughs> thing. If you want to read that to me. Yeah. Um, starting at sixth level, you can curse the soul of a person you slay, temporarily binding it to your service. When you slay a humanoid, you can cause its spirit to rise from the corpse as a specter. The statistics for which are in the monster manual. I would say so long as you have slain the target, you can get yourself a specter, my friend. Okay, cool. Um, this is yeah. horrible. Yeah, anyways, uh, the puddle on the ground. <laughs> no, they can't speak. Spectre oh, can't speak. shit. 
They can do sign language, though. There we go. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, the puddle on the ground. I would like to uh, have myself a little ghostly friend and puddle. So you draw your great sword through this mm-hmm. bloody mess on the ground, flicking it up into the air. The spray of blood that you flick up becomes these horrible little moths made of gooey, gummy blood that begins coalescing and forming into this spectral humanoid shape made of these ever-shifting, fluttering forms. I love it. It's a blood specter made of, like, a collective of moths. Oh, that's so good. Yay! We made a friend, guys! It's great, (laughs) he's gonna help. Um, okay. And I'm assuming you have the statistics for specter? Yeah, I'm pulling them up right now. I opened the wrong uh, page. And uh, I'll say this much. The Spectre will act on your turn just for simplicity's sake. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I've got the stats and everything. Cool. Um, cool. Uh, and I don't think that's an action or anything. Does that just happen? Yeah. When the specter appears, it gains temporary hit points equal to half your warlock level. Yeah, no, that just happens. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> the specter may in your service until the end of your next long rest. Uh huh. Point it vanishes. Yeah. This is horrible. This is hey, amazing. it's great. It's good. Do you guys want to win or do you want to die? <laughs> I, mean, I guess I want to win. win. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Grawl, as you're moving forward, dragging your sword through the gory remains of your kill, the specter rising up behind you without you even really paying attention to it, but you are immediately aware of its presence, and you feel it as almost an extension of yourself. Fantastic. Um, also, if this thing doesn't die in battle, um, it's going to stick with you until the end of your next long rest, apparently. So that's yeah. horrifying. Yeah, uh, nope, I'm gonna kill that thing first. I hate Go it. For it. Grawl, what are you Go doing? For it. Um, uh, how many dudes are left? Two? Uh, there are two. Great, cool. Make my way uh, down to where the Ten. party's happening. In. Okay. Two dudes left. So there is yeah. one directly in front of you being attacked by Cherish with a flame blade. Great, cool. Uh, uh, gonna swing my greatsword at that fool. Alright. It's pretty easy to get into a position where you have advantage on this attack. Cool. Uh, that's better. Hey, look, another 25. 25 will hit. One. Four, um, six, six, 12 plus four is 16 damage. Just splorch, just down on the ground again. The hammer falls and just spreads this guy out into a horrible mess. How far away is the next person? <laughs> About five feet away. Tears up, just I'm in there. front of you. Great, cool. I'm going to swing my second attack at that fool. Grawl just yeah. barreling forward. One gorilla strike down, just yeah. blight destroying this guy out of existence, charging forward, never even breaking stride. Um, And that will, I'm assuming a 19 will hit too. Yeah. Great, cool. So let's roll damage for that. Um, Two, uh, three plus uh, seven. All right. Damage. This guy just barely manages to back away this horrible big slash across his chest, but still alive. Uh, so the one that was about to flee is super dead. Um, it is, um, what would you like your yeah. specter to do? 
Um, well, the specter can move up to 50 feet flying, uh -huh. hovering, um, and it's going to use life drain. Um, <laughs> it's a melee spell attack, plus four to hit. Um, yeah, 3d6 necrotic damage. Okay, roll well, me a specter attack. Specter attack, four, seven, nine. Well, you got to uh, land the attack first, my friend. Uh, uh, I got to roll. Come on, baby. Come on. Oh, that's not great. Um, that is a 10. 10 is not going to do it. So this, this dark humanoid shape made of flapping little blood moths will rush forward, swirling around the head of its former compatriot, lunging down with these horrible dripping hands, attempting to drain the life. Um, the cultist will let out a scream and backpedal away. Uh, uh, Tirza does too. <laughs> It's cool. He's friendly. He's friendly. He's friendly. It's fine. It's fine. What the fuck? That does, in fact, bring us to Tirza. Um, well, I just, I actually just looked, and uh, I hate aberrations and fiends, but undead are actually fine. So Tirza's not bothered by the blood. It's ghost. actually just a bunch of moths, so it's not even that. Don't even worry about it. Uh, I'm gonna strike at this guy twice. Oh. Uh, the specter or the cultist? No, the cultist. <laughs> no, the cultist. Okay. <laughs> um, 14? 14 will hit. And that's 5 plus 2, that's 7. 7, alright. And 15. 15 will hit. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, 16, but... Still a hit. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Ten damage. All right. Despite the presence of this terrible blood specter, you'll rush forward, <laughs> charging into this last remaining cultist. A hammer blow, knocking his knee out, will send him careening down to the floor, and another on the backswing right across the face. Head will snap to the side with a disgusting crack, and he'll just go tumbling over backwards, his spiritual weapon fading away with little puffs of flame and ash. Nice. Uh, and I would like to... Is the door to the club open? No, it has closed. I am gonna open it, but I'm not gonna go th through it. Okay. Not myself. <laughs> you move forward, and let's see how the last round of this battle royale turns out. <laughs> Interesting. So... You open the door into this loud, thumping music that just never seems to have stopped. You would think that if some kind of, like, melee was going on, the music would have let up, but that never seemed to have been the case. A The crowd has just, like, parted into this big circle revealing the open dance floor. The band has actually stopped playing, but it seems their instruments are possessed or something. The music just doesn't stop. It seems as though you've maybe like stumbled upon to a Bard's Guild secret in terms of how their musicians are so good sometimes. Um, Fantasy Millie Vanilli knew it. <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got an Ashley Simpson. Uh, yeah. In the center of the uh. dance floor, you see Cesario and a familiar golden-skinned figure cornering uh, Lucrezia. 
Oh. Everyone involved seems to be nearly cut to ribbons. Uh, Camion especially, because it is indeed Camion. Standing there with their two battle axes in either hand, glowing with a soft, dull, translucent light. Seems to have gotten the worst of it, because Lucrezia definitely crit them at a certain point, and it was not pleasant. Um... But she is definitely, like, backing away, eyes darting back and forth between Cesario and Lucrezia. Cesario has tons of cuts over his body, but he has his own rapier drawn and is slowly, with a steely look of determination in his face, like, circling around Lucrezia. They're trying to get her in a position where they can flank her. And you see her lash out with both chains at Cesario, just seeming to pour every ounce of her power that she has left into them, and he goes down under a brutal assault of chains. No! I immediately love him. Camion will lunge forward, taking advantage of this person going down, attempting to attack Lucrezia's back. She will dance out of the way, his attacks seeming to just, like, swerve through the air near her. Um... And she will break off and attempt to charge through the crowd towards the entrance to the inn. That brings us to the top with Sid. Yeah, I'm going to go for her. Uh, you have, you to... have to get to the door first. Yeah, you yeah, have to. <laughs> um, yeah. So your 30 feet of movement gets you out into the club proper. You are still probably a good 25 feet away from her. Cool. Uh, I will uh, bonus dash. Okay. As you get close, she is going to whip out with you, whip out at you with a chain as you enter her threatened reach. That is going to be a nineteen versus your AC. Yeah, that is. Oh boy. Thirteen. So that is thirteen piercing damage. And three radiant damage, so 16 total. Alright, I'd like to half that. Okay, uh, to eight. To eight. Cool. You're up and on her, what do you do? I'm gonna attack. Okay. Um, no flanking. Um, that was an 18 sound. 18 just hits. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, do am I am I getting sneak attack damage here or is it just There are normal? too many people around. I figured. Cuz it seems like the club did not empty. That's weird. Sick party, right? Yeah, man, I love yeah. Bart's Kids College or whatever. Oh shit. Is this part yeah. of the entertainment? Yeah, man. That's right. Those are the best parties. Uh, okay, um, I, so I'm not getting my sneak attack, or I, I'm not getting my um, storm piercer damage. No, uh, that's fine. Um, Thirteen. Thirteen. 13. Damage. All right. Okay, that brings us to cherish. I am going to run my full movement, mm-hmm. uh, and that gets me into the club. Yep. Am I on the dance floor? No, you're kind of okay. near the, at, at the periphery near the tables. Okay. Um, and I can see Lucrezia. Who is currently being fought by Sid. By yes. Sid. Okay. I'm going to cast Magic Missile as a third level spell. Oh, shit. 
and I'm going to uh, point all five darts at Lucrecia. But okay. I only have... Where do you... Oh no, there's my 54. Whatever. Okay. Um, five, ten, fourteen, eighteen damage. Okay. The bolts of. What color are your magic missiles? Uh, they're gold. These golden magic missiles go rippling out from around you coming out in a streak, just wheeling around members of the crowd, impacting on Lucrezia one after the other. And unable to dodge, unable to get out of the way, already have taken a ton of damage from all of you on top of her fight with Camion and uh, Cesario. This damage pushes her over the edge and she goes down. Nice. Um... Does that mean we're out of combat? And Camion will let out a shout and say, No! Fucking... She has to make three death saving rolls. Yeah. Fine. She's yeah, only unconscious, dog. Yeah. Fine. Yes, and you are technically now out of combat. And as... We got... Camion rushes over to Lucrezia's limp body. Uh, I think it is there that we will take our break. In possibly the Oof. longest first section we've yeah. ever done. <laughs> and when we come back, we will have some resolution to this fight, I think. Greetings, my friends. It is I, Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, here today to talk to you about a very interesting subject, and that is the Guardian Guilds of the Tempest Rest Valley. As you are no doubt aware, there are four Guardian Guilds, each of them serving a vital function to protect the people of the Valley and the safety of those who dwell within its cities. There is of course the Lock Wardens, those stalwart sailors who guard our waterways and Lake Quelio itself. There is the Bark Watch, those rangers and hunters who scour the Eastwood for dangers and protect those who live at its edges. There are the Edge Masons, those glorious heroes who protect the very boundaries of our civilization. But of course I would be remiss if I did not highlight the Haven Guard. Now, some mistake the Haven Guard for simple guards, those bumbling town watch who move through the city trying to bounce drunks off of the stoops of taverns or lock up miscreants or trying to steal from perfectly honest businessmen like myself. Make no mistake, the Haven Guard are not to be confused with simple city watch. They are a guild, like any of the others, put into power by the old mage herself, and they have been given the tools and the responsibility to make sure that the Tempest Rest Valley, and its cities specifically, are well guarded and protected, that chaos does not leak in from the outside to overtake what little scrap of civilization we have founded here. So... When you are confronting one of the Haven Guard, never think that they are some kind of bumbling, oafish people who are simply trying to make a paycheck by lording their power over those weaker and less fortunate than them. They are in fact servants of a higher power, 
and while her motives may be suspect at times, uh, we can definitely thank her for the safety we are enjoying. And remember, if you ever suspect someone of being an undercover haven guard, they have to tell you. That is the law. I'm pretty sure. That's what my buddy told me anyway. So, yeah, you have to ask. That's how, that's how you get them. <laughs> anyway, enough from me. Let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had had one of the most drawn-out, drag-out fights they had had so far, and it ended with Lucrezia, the ninth Threadless, falling before Cherish's magic missiles, with their former companion, Camion, shouting no before rushing towards her fallen body. Yeah, fuck him. As you all spill out into the... Dance floor, watching this occur, Camion's skin, that bright gold of summer, rushing forward, raising an axe, shouting, No! She was mine! Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. He's just being a little- or they're just being a little bitch. <laughs> and he will rush forward, axe raised, bringing it down towards her neck. Okay. Does anyone do anything? Yeah. I want to ask her questions. No, I'm going to, I'm going to, I mean, I don't know what, what can I do? Do you want to try to get in front of Camion and stop them? Uh, yeah. Okay. I will also, yeah, do that. So the two of you rush forward, getting between Camion and their prey. Uh, Camion's golden skin flecked with the blood of, well, you're not quite sure who. There is at least yeah. three other dead bodies in this club that you can see with massive axe wounds in their necks and chests. Uh, off to the side, Cesario is definitely like meandering over to the bar and a couple of people are wandering, wandering up asking if that was part of the show and he's sort of laughing it off, but you can tell that he's definitely like, oh, yes, all part of the show, of course, as he's just, like, holding blood seeping out of his ribs. <laughs> Wheezing. <laughs> I I think that Cherish, it definitely, like, as soon as Camion was like, oh, I'm, I was the one who wanted to kill her, she's like, oh, oh, that's fine. Uh, and I think that she goes, like, kind of meets uh, Cesario at the bar and gives him one of her healing potions. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't believe we've met before. Oh, you are. Oh, that's right. The hat. Uh, I'm saying all this out loud. Uh, <laughs> it's been quite. It's been quite the last like ten minutes. Um, <laughs> oh. Uh, yes. Uh, my name is Esther. Esther. Hmm. That's a name. So, thank you for the potion, as he Fucking downs it. <laughs> you just take it back. It's, it's, it's me, Cherish. I am, I'm in disguise. Ah, yes. Cherish. Of course. He never actually got your name before. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Oh, I'm the purple tiefling. Uh, oh, right. It was with Sid <laughs> right, earlier. Good yes, God, I'm so course. sorry that I came over here to help you. And she walks away. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sid <laughs> and Tirza are stopping 
Camion from rushing forward. They will come up short, axes still drawn. There is a fever on their face as they're rushing forward, kind of licking their lips with anticipation, saying, Get out of my way! Listen, last time you killed something without thinking it through first, we landed ourselves in an even bigger mess than we're, we were in before. Yeah, we don't owe you any favors. Oh, shit. And... There's a, a beat as Camion just, like, blinks their face, kind of, like, stutter-stepping. Their skin suddenly begins transforming and changing rapidly. They go from this bright, violent gold to this kind of sickly green color. Their hair sort of taking on some strange, leafy texture, and yeah. they will sort of droop a little bit. Their face sort of drawn in with this look of horror kind of stare down at themselves their axes and just like stow the axes and throw their hands up and walk away kind of putting their hands up over their head as they just like shake their head letting out deep kind of shaking breaths uh i'm gonna kneel down and check her pulse uh i grab a rope she is not doing great (laughs) Can I can I stabilize her without bringing her to consciousness? Give me a medicine check. I can't use my magic for that. Hmm. There are spells that do that, but yes, I don't have them. Um, my medicine. Great. Oh, a uh, eleven. Yeah. Eleven. You managed to stabilize Lucrezia. She oh. is not actively dying anymore, but she is not conscious. Okay. Can you I try and succeed tie her up? in binding her wounds? Uh, where are you getting rope from? Assuming just do like not, in your pack. A, yeah, I have rope in my pack. Okay. Do you have hemp and rope, silk and rope? What kind of rope do you have? Whatever is in a burglar's pack. I don't know. I think that's hemp and rope. Okay. Grawl, what are you doing while this is happening? Um. Uh, I'm that trying to blood out specter the... is still kind of floating <laughs> yeah. behind you. Yeah, I'm like I'm standing in the doorway trying to block view of the blood specter. Um, it's like, really interesting stuff happening all the way over there on the dance floor. Nothing to see here, folks. Just business. Uh, great party, great party. Yeah, and there's definitely like a ripple running through the crowd now that they've they're starting to pay less attention to the, what's happening on the dance floor and more attention to the quote-unquote musicians up on the stage and there's a lot of just like hey they're not they're not they're not playing anything at all what, 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 what? like there's this guys, conspiracy did you guys notice that like the, the musicians are, are they're like the music's still going but they're not doing anything yeah crazy look at the stage and the musicians are like wildly trying to like jump at their instruments and sort of wrestle them off the stage so there's this like discordant like <laughs> happening as the, the music is being physically dismantled Mm-hmm. Sid, taking out some rope, you are tying up Lucrezia. Uh, give me a survival check. Alright. Where's my Can... plus two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five. Cool. Five. So you <laughs> There is certainly a loop around her wrist. <laughs> You've suddenly realized that you've never tied somebody up before. Nope. And so... I really haven't. 
this is yeah you've definitely like wrapping rope around her and it's starting to look a little like mummy-ish just like right. is this how you do it <laughs> and you, qu- um, you quickly run out of rope as you're passing her knees okay yeah that's probably that's gonna that's probably gonna do it all right <laughs> I, I i look over as far as he knows he he did a great job um uh, and then i call over to cesario like you okay over there Yes, doing wonderful. Your your friend Cherry handed me a potion. I'm doing great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I uh, investigate the chains that she has? Sure. I'm going to use advantage from my cloak, which I don't think I've ever done before. It's true. I think maybe once. No. Uh, In an alternate timeline, yes. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what it was. That's 14. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I kind of want to see if I can take them off of her or if they're somehow hooked into her. Because I have a feeling they're hooked in. Uh, you can see that she dropped her chains when she fell to the ground. And you can now see that they're not hooked into her. But they're definitely there's an apparatus going on here. They seem to be a single length of chain that is wound around her shoulder blades and over the top of her back. Uh, that's like running underneath her tunic slash uh, like chest clothing um, blouse. That's the word I was looking for. Um, but you're kind of like slowly pulling that away from her, and you can tell that it was sort of like wound into the clothing in a in a strange way. And as you're pulling it apart, Sadagar settles more heavily on your shoulder and begins to spread out in this strange, semicircular fashion, sort of creating this just space to let you kind of block out the rest of the world and really focus down on what mm-hmm. you're looking at. And as you're running your hands along the links in these chains avoiding the the piercing spines, you can see that there is writing on each of the links that you weren't really able to observe in the middle of the fight. Is it in a language that I... Is it in a language, or is it just runes? It is in or... a language. What languages do you speak? <sighs> not a lot. A common elvish dwarvish. Mm-hmm. You do not Ooh. recognize these runes. They are not familiar. It's it's not even something I could. There's nothing similar that I've seen that are is like it. Give me a intelligence roll, just straight intelligence. <laughs> God, Look, this is how it goes. Yep. Uh, thirteen. They're vaguely familiar. You can't place it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna bring. I'm going to, um, like coil it and then bring it over to Cherish. Okay. Cherish, you're leaving Cesario's side and Tears is approaching you with this chain. Sid, are you attempting to keep tying up? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, she is she is not going anywhere. Okay. <laughs> but I am standing over her. Grawl, you're still just uh, hanging out in the... Is there anyone manning the bar? Just curious. Uh, yeah, there is someone, though they are definitely, like, passing out free drinks as fast as they can to try to distract from the fact that the band is still trying to disassemble their instruments. 
Perfect. 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 I'm going to close the door on the blood specter and uh, make my way over to uh, yeah. I'm going to look at it and say, stay and close the door. And then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll walk over to the bar and get in line for the free drinks. Okay. So you're doing that. Sid, you're standing over Lucrezia. Tirza and Cherish, you're meeting near the center of the floor to inspect this chain. Yeah. Just on the uh, other side of this closed door, the blood specter will just float, staring directly at the door, and its small hand of, like, flecked moths will just press up against the door, and it will it stay wants there. to be with you. And it leaves this bloody smear oh. on the backside of the door. How romantic. <laughs> oh, God, I love this thing. Papa, where did you go? <laughs> um, um, Cherish was definitely like trying to go intercept Camion when she was intercepted by Tirza. Also, okay. just and Camion is off to the side of the dance floor, kind of crouching. Now they've got their head in their hands. Their skin is still that sort of pallid green, and they're just mm-hmm. breathing heavily. They seem to be coming down from something. Yeah. Um, Cherish, I, can you read this? And I just hold it out to her. Kind of like one of the links held, held up. Can I read it? You can read it, though you don't <gasps> know in... how. Ooh. It is so a... it's definitely not infernal, for sure, then. It is definitely not infernal. Okay, sweet. These out runes are... <laughs> slashed little marks they look like individually they look like claw marks all assembled mm-hmm. into strange geometric shapes um how long would it take me like is it does it look like it's the middle like a fragment of a sentence or do you start reading it yes do you read not it out loud not out loud no <laughs> that would be dumb <laughs> as you start reading it you are taking it link by link and begin reading it, and each link appears to be one or two words. Mm-hmm. And as you're like going from link to link, you begin reading down this chain, and it only takes like seven or eight links worth of reading before you start hearing very, or sounding out very familiar phrases. Mm-hmm. You've heard these phrases early in the morning and in the midst of battle as Tirza is saying prayers. Ooh. So there's a lot of Ozzy Dahaka in there. Among other things, worship of the outer storm is definitely a central theme. Uh, I think Cherish, Cherish, what is Cherish, it? I think Cherish makes that noise. They're like... Ugh. Bad news, bud. <laughs> um. Um. There's a lot in here about the outer storm. Um. Uh, worship of it, to be precise. Um, the name Ozzy Dehaka comes up a few times. Well, that makes sense. We 
determined that these were heretics already, right? Yep. That's true. <sighs> hey guys, is there maybe somewhere a little bit more private we can have this conversation? You don't hear this. <laughs> I mean, um, I'll take two, please. Two. That's true. The music is still playing. So no, I... the music is being disassembled at the moment. It's kind of falling uh, apart. The uh, The loudest things in here are people talking. Okay. But I still don't. I probably. I guess I don't hear them. I mean, they're not that far away, so you probably hear yeah. bits of this. Grawl, um, you get two drinks. Um, I think that Cherish definitely... Uh, like, I'm assuming that Tirza is still mostly holding chain, and mm -hmm. I think Cherish just sort of, like, hands back the part that she was holding and just removes herself from this very awkward situation to go see if Camion's okay. Uh, yeah. Tirza kind of takes a deep breath and looks down at the chain And then puts it in her bag, and I'm going to walk over to Lucrezia, and I'm going to inspect her. I don't, tr I don't trust Sid's tying skills. All right, give me um, a And then I'm going to try to get her, yeah, out of here. Give me Maybe a survival check. Ooh. That is an 18. All right. As Utbari is a... Uh, Waterside village, the tying of knots is definitely mm -hmm. something you learned at a young age. So, seeing this is just like, oh, Sid. No. Oh, honey. <laughs> but with a, a few deft movements, you can reorient his work to be a bit more binding around the legs and the arms. It's basically hog tying her. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, if I could just, like, hobble her, basically. Uh, I'm going to walk to the bar. <clears throat> Grawl, are you going to help Tirza get Gracia out of here? Yes. So here's what's happening. I've taken the two drinks, and I'm assuming they're like footy fun drinks with umbrellas and fruits and, and bits and stuff like sure. that. In it. Sure. I've got drinks. them both. I, I've got them like in my hand, one in the pinky and one mm -hmm. uh, it in my thumb, and I'm mm -hmm. I'm I'm tilting them to one side. Great so sword in the other hand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what happens is, as I'm drinking from the lower one, the top one water falls down into the lower one. Uh huh. <laughs> and then I'm going to put the great sword on my back, and then lift Lucrezia up over my shoulder to help. Okay. And just, while still drinking. Just to be clear about this image, you are just covered in cultist blood. <laughs> yeah, just mm -hmm. <laughs> Another day at the office. Okay. Yeah, there are definitely people just, like, giving you a wide berth as you pick this woman up. Uh, Sid, Wait till they see the blood specter. They're not saying <laughs> yeah. that yet. You've wandered over to the bar. Yeah. Um, sort of over by Cesario. Okay. Um, you can see he is sitting gingerly at the end of the bar, and he's... Anyone who's attempting to, like, talk to him, and normally he'd be all about being the center of attention... Uh, but at the moment, he's just like, I'm <laughs> so I need a little bit of time to recover. Uh, it's quite the brawl I was in there. And you see he's already sort of, like, beginning to craft the story of just how much he saved everyone's life. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, you sure you don't need anything? I got another healing potion on me. 
Oh, that'd be uh, greatly appreciated, my friend. Perfect. I hand it to him. Goes to take, it. take it. Yeah. Great. Now you owe me. And then I walk off. Sith Emberlight, <laughs> you scoundrel. You're welcome, old man. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> and Cesario, at least in the moment, feels as though he's earned that one. Um, <laughs> Cherish. Yeah. You go over to the edge of the dance floor where Camion is still sort of rocking back and forth a little bit. Their breaths seem to be coming in less ragged gasps now, but there's definitely still a kind of evenness to their breathing as they attempt to gather themselves in calm. Their skin has turned from that sickly green pallor to sort of this uh, walnut brown. Their hair has become this golden kind of red sheen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Cherish, like, kneels down in front of them and just says, Hey, it's it's me. And they'll flinch as you come close. The first reaction is definitely hand to the axe, um, but then we'll stare you up and down, sort of with a look of confusion a little bit. Oh, um, I bought a really stupid hat, uh, and now I don't look like a tiefling anymore. Ah. Um. All right. Uh. I've been, uh, running into a lot of, um, bounty hunters and assassins and other thundry people who want to kill me, so being purple is not really helping me at the moment. She's, she's trying to, kind of trying to, like, uh, clue him in. <laughs> no, like, light, kind of like, light in a little like, bit. Oh. A little bit. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem to help. No, I'm sure it doesn't. Uh, but if anything, she's doing her best. Camion's skin sort of like starts turning green again, and they will just give you a a very worried expression that's full of just pain and a little bit of uh, regret and sorrow. No, 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 no. Look, I'm just. I'm glad that you're okay. I, I, I don't know if okay is the right word. I'm glad you're alive. I'm certainly that. I was really upset with you after the last trial, but I'm glad that, that was the last time I ever saw you again. And the green will fade back into that wholesome brown, and they will say, I, I am sorry about that. I, I want to make up for it. I know. I've been trying to make up for it. That's why I've been following you a little bit. <clears throat> yeah? It's not a... I picked up your trail after Crescent's Edge, and I've heard some stuff about the cultists, whatever they are, 
Mm-hmm. And they're they're clearly bad news, obviously. Just like yeah. points at a few of the bodies over on the floor that they have definitely murdered. <laughs> yeah, we've we've got a few in the the hallway too. <laughs> what what do Look, they want? I don't know. I mean, aside from wanting us dead, our group, and I mean. I don't know if it's just the four of us. Incidental, because I, you know, I did light a bunch of their shit on fire, like, a few years ago. So I don't know if it's just because, like, people are traveling with me or whatever. Um, look, I think it looks like they've got Lucretia stabilized and tied up. Let's go join the others and see what we can, if we can get anything out of her. Camion okay. will swallow hard, just sort of nod, gritting their jaw, and definitely being very careful not to put their hands anywhere near the handles of their axes. I can hold your hands if you want me to. No. No, I, I don't think that will be necessary, but... Okay. Um, yeah. And they'll stand up, sort of shake their hands a little bit and walk over. Uh, Tirza, Grawl, where are you taking Lucrezia? Yeah. Uh, I have since suggested, I think, to Grawl that we go out the back way so we can pick up your blood specter and also my lance, which is holy to me. It's <laughs> probably a good idea. So going back out the hallway, uh, your blood specter is just right behind the door when you open it. <laughs> this is fine. Move. And Papa. it moves out of the way. <laughs> you came back. Dad. <laughs> Sid, uh, are you following the group? Yeah. Okay. Grawl, Tirza, you proceed down the hallway. You pick up what items and specters you may. You make your way <laughs> towards the, the back of this hallway. You proceed another 30 feet from where the, the fight took place, past all the bodies, and you find the back door that opens out into a small little uh, courtyard, opposite of which is a uh, looks like a bathhouse. This place is fancy. I don't think we have time for a bath. You? We should probably I, get I her somewhere time. secure. Since like we have a house? prisoner who's a cultist and almost killed all of us. They won't expect How... to look for her in a bathhouse. That's... How far away are we from the uh, Lock Warden place? It's on the other side of town. Damn it. I was going to say that might be a good Yeah, the only... Location. You know where the Guardian Guild's outposts are located for the most part in this town. You know that you're probably a lot closer to the Haven Guard garrison, mm -hmm. which is in the center of town, as opposed to the Lock Wardens, who are on the complete opposite side. Yeah. That might be our best bet. Yeah, I'd say we go for there. Uh, Grohl, what was she doing back there when we followed her the first time? Oh, you're going to want to sit down for this. There's a the convenient standing. park bench in we're the... So, I was going to say, we're 
just standing in the street. We need to go. So yeah. sitting like so, it. like you know where they've got lots of seats in a bathhouse. I, I don't think I can walk, and we can talk at the same time. I don't. Uh, okay, let's go. So you begin. <laughs> Girl, you want to head towards the center the of town? <laughs> yep, where we're all gonna get ambushed. Okay, so moving through. The back alley of this place, Grawl, you walk down the alley where you were initially ambushed to get out back to the main road. Mm-hmm. Oh, this brings back good memories. See, right here, I, 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 I missed you stepped that direction. And all, all those cultists were coming and they, did, they couldn't get me. It's um, great. What? Once you're back yeah. on the main road, it is only now sunset. This was all happening during the oh, late during afternoon. The day. Yeah. <laughs> So the sun is setting and light is beginning to dwindle as you make your way through Wickmore's Landing. The weird waxen lamppost creatures, the living wicks, are unfolding themselves. Their waxy bodies sort of uncurling, their head flames becoming brighter in the darkness. They're constantly above you, their little waxy forms slowly fading and dripping. You maybe pass one of them that has been almost completely burned out, and you'll see a collection of these waxy little golems come scrambling up and start to gather up the wax and carry it off somewhere. The continual process of rebuilding. As you're walking, is there a conversation happening? Um, I think Cherish sort of, again, continuing to try to, like, maybe try to put Camion at ease as, like, so what have you been up to? Camion <laughs> is definitely attempting to sort of trail behind the rest of the group, and if you keep pace with them, you're definitely probably quite a few paces back away from Tirza and Grawl and Sid. Actually, right. Sid is going to be behind Camion. And is going to keep his eyes on Camion the entire time. Okay. Then Camion is just... definitely very awkwardly walking in the middle then. Yeah. I was gonna say all there's there's three people probably trying to be in the back. Grawl, Sid, and Camion, <laughs> like who's gonna be the furthest behind? No, I'm li- I'm leaving Grawl's this time. In the pod. <laughs> Grawl's still at the inn. <laughs> uh, I went back in for another round of drinks. No. <laughs> He's a rock and drink. So, Cherish, you're walking with Camion sort of in the center of the group then, with Sid bringing up the rear. Um, Camion is definitely looking around very nervously. They seem to be on edge out in the open like this. Every time you pass one of the living wicks, they'll sort of just, like, snarl a little bit. A slight golden sheen rippling over their skin. Yep. No, those are my favorite. No, they're the worst. Camion's not a fan. And when you ask what they've been up to, uh, Camion will say, I spent a lot of time in the Eastwood. Um, It was... uh, I was not in a good place after the last trial. So, I had to work some stuff out. 
they're very vague about anything that happened out there. Is that where you pick, picked us up? We were in the Eastwood for a minute. No. Um, no, I was... I was told where you would be. I found you at Crescent's Edge. Um, Cherish is like the, the, the it's the the math the math gif <laughs> diagram. Like, who knew that we were in Crescent Edge, and also in the Eastwood? <laughs> That's a very short list. Yeah, it's it's about two it, individuals. It's, it's uh oh god, what was her name? Uh, Captain Lucia Bellwether. Lucia and Vacabe. <laughs> Tough to say. The old mage knew too. There was also that cultist yeah, that got in, away. That's true. She was in the, the. She wasn't in the Eastwood though. I mean, but she, she, she. That's where we said we were going though. Yeah, that's true. Her. Yeah. But okay. Well, Camion will say, I. I figured out you were in Crescent's Edge, and then I. Made my, best pace to, catch up with y'all. Unfortunately, I didn't do it until tonight. Well, I mean, it seems like you kind of spin at the perfect moment. <laughs> well, to be perfectly honest, I didn't know there would be a all-out cultist fight happening when I went into that place. Happy coincidence, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And we're I we're both sort of like wincing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that was good. I guess it was great. <laughs> They're definitely trying to smile weakly, but there's a real sense that. They're not proud of the moments in which they completely lose control like that. Um, we, uh, we closed a realm scar. And came in, just sort of stop. <laughs> <laughs> and just casual stuff. Sid, you come up pretty quick behind them. Tears on like, Grawl still walking. And came in, will say, you did what? We closed a realm scar. It was, I mean, it was really, like, really difficult, and it, we sort of all, like, I, I super, like, fell unconscious afterwards. Um, did what? Did, and came in, we'll just sort of throw up their hands a little bit and take a few steps forward, trying to not lose sight of Lucrezia's unconscious form. Um, and when they eventually start walking again, they'll say, the old mage, she she taught you how? She... Um, <laughs> you... Uh, no. Well... No, no, no. So the thing was, mm -mm. is that Grawl, like, stabbed the realm scar and got sucked into it, which... <laughs> ugh, super annoying. So we had to go in after him, and we all got sucked in there. And then we were animals, and it was really annoying, and then there was a big snake. Uh, it was like a tears of thing she did. Um... But so then a thunder giant noticed the snake god being You basically there tell the story us. of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made Sid throw up because he ate an antelope or a caribou while he was a leopard, which was really upsetting. Cherish is definitely back in her element. Just like right. fucking talking people's ears off. <laughs> and when you get to the end and you say, and then we close the realm scar. And then uh, we close the realm scar. Camion is just in stupefied silence and says, that 
So the old mage didn't teach you how to do that? No, and we probably should have asked her before we left. That was kind of dumb. What you did shouldn't have worked. Oh, and it almost didn't. No, no, you, Cherish, you don't understand. You should all be dead right now. Or maybe <laughs> the world would have been torn in half. I'm not sure, but what you did shouldn't have closed the realm scar. Hmm. Are they still stopped back there talking? No, they're, they're they walking they're behind walking. you. Okay. They're just a little yeah. farther back now. So you're hearing this conversation happen. If you want to interject at some point. Uh, and Kim in will say, I appreciate that you tried to copy the ritual that I did, but that was not even... And Kim in will start rolling up the sleeve of their, like, le leather... Uh, jerkin, and you see these like very intricate green tattoos crisscrossing their skin in these swirling patterns written in the same almost elvish language you've seen before. It's just like, mm -hmm. I and others like me are the keys to closing those realm scars. We There's a ritual component to this that you definitely don't possess. Oh. What does that, what does that mean, you? You were the key. It, and then they'll sort of button their lip a little bit, and there's this really difficult moment of internal struggle as Camion doesn't know Look, where we, their loyalty lies. Camion, we all talked to the old mage. She told us everything. They're they're in on it, okay? So you know about the order, then the 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 people like me. And yeah, we sort of vaguely went over that. Uh, and Camion's just like, I I don't have clearance to talk about this stuff. Well, <sighs> the world might end, you said, if we... Yeah, that's... Any information we would have would be... People like me are trained and prepared to do this sort of thing. We're inducted into this order so that we're trained to stand in those doorways and close them. Other people shouldn't be able to do that. Hmm. Well, we did it. So I've seen other mages try and been sucked in and torn apart. <laughs> Well, I don't really have an answer for that. I would really like to know, like, the exact runes that you used, because just in case we have to do that again, I mean, it would be a lot easier if I knew what he actually wrote down. You're going to have to show me later. Okay. <laughs> Please. Until you have a better idea of what exactly you did, do not try that again. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. And if, if at all possible, I would really like to not have to go through Realmsgard down in Blue Gulch. Uh, I mean, we turned into animals last time. Who knows what's going to happen? You wound up in the Beastlands? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. That explains a few things. I was a gorilla. He was. Thanks, Grawl. Fitting. 
I guess I think he would turn into. They they turn into if if he would. I start having this conversation with with Tirza trying to figure out what animal Camion would be. And Tirza is like still trying to listen to the conversation. Just like, yes, I think you're probably right. Just like everything he says. <laughs> Camion would eventually interject and uh, say, "I turn into a falcon when I go to the Beastlands." Ah, oh, falcon! Oh, I should have guessed a falcon. Sense. I didn't even think about that. I, 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 how come I didn't think about that, Tirza? You said all my other ones were good. This, I think it's probably on you, honestly. <laughs> and again, she says, yes, I think you're probably right, but it's not. <laughs> of course I'm right. Of course I'm right. <laughs> when am I not? I've, I've been there once or twice before. Well, no, you know exactly how many times when you go to the Beastlands. I've been there twice before. Mm-hmm. Once was my first training mission, actually. And he'll just, or they'll just stare into the middle distance for a second and then shake their head. And... Okay, uh, where are you headed next? Um, well... Um, we don't necessarily have to divulge that information, do we? Um, yeah, you don't. I'm going to, though. Uh, well, we're taking Lucrecia to the Haven Guard, and I don't know what planning to do there, but I mean, at some point we have to go back to the our rooms. We're headed down to Blue Beach. On this mission the old mage sent you on? Well, there's sort of a dual purpose there. Um, we accidentally ended up with my mother's traveling pack and all of her money um, and she needs that to get through the rest of the year. <laughs> oh. Uh, Kalkin, right? Kalkin Iron Strike? Yeah. She seemed like a good person. Camion says awkwardly. Maybe having she met is. your mom, like, twice. Yeah. It's... She is. Um, I'm just... Are really worried about her, and especially hearing that the sun passes in trouble area right now. It is. Yeah, the tower was taken. Oh, I, I hadn't heard. Eventually, unless there's any other pertinent conversation you need to happen with Camion, uh, you will find your way to the, the garrison of the local chapter of the Haven Guard. Small talk with Camion is not an easy thing. Uh, having any kind of banter with them is like pulling teeth. Yeah. If, unless they're asked a direct question, they're basically silent. The telltale blue flame lamps outside of a Haven Guard station are a welcome sight as night takes over in Wickmore's Landing. You see a couple of guards with dented and rough breastplates standing outside, their hands on long-handled clubs, kind of just, like, bobbing back and forth. They'll be passing a cigarette that one of them has rolled back and forth between each other. As they see you approach, though, they'll throw it on the ground, stuff it out, and kind of straighten up a little bit. <clears throat> 
Ho there, citizen! Can I speak to your manager? No. <laughs> um, and they definitely are eyeballing the hobgoblin with the woman thrown over his shoulder. And the two. We're friends. all covered in blood still. Yes. Oh, I'm not. I cast prestidigitation on my way here. <laughs> Fair well, enough. that's one of us, then. But only on yourself. Cool. Nobody asked. I don't need it. It's fine. I'm going to a police station. But all right. Um, <clears throat> if if anyone else asked, I did it on them, too. Camion would have definitely asked. Yeah. Tearsel yeah. also probably would have yeah, asked. okay, so. Just scroll then. Just scroll then. <laughs> it's fine. About 50 feet behind you all, a low, hunched, Red bloody specter floats gently down the road. <laughs> I was going to ask about that, but I didn't want to interrupt with any any other. So, did none of us just hear the screaming of horrified passersby seeing the blood specter? No one else reacted to it. Hmm. I mean, mm. I'm pretty sure they see me covered in blood, carrying a person drinking with a bunch of other people and then that one just in in line with the rest of it so sure that makes sense great uh yeah we um apprehended uh this woman she and a group of uh masked uh individuals just assaulted a, a nightclub um during a party, there are several witnesses that can back up the story. Um, how much for the terrorist? The guards will glance back and forth at each other. There's a tall one and a short one, and the short one will say, uh, I think I'm going to have to go talk to the sergeant real quick. Perfect. Yeah, that makes sense. And the tall one will say, Yes, um, why don't you all wait out here for a moment while we go fetch the sergeant? Yep. Um, they'll sort of both turn and try to go in at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they'll sort of bump into each other and the short one will go, I- I'm, I'm going to go get the sergeant. And the tall one's like, Oh, I think I think I should go get the sergeant. Seniority, after all. Um. <laughs> uh... Mike, when you said no one noticed the uh, um, the specter, like literally no one saw it. I mean, you haven't really passed anybody. The streets were strangely oh. like empty, especially mm. for the time of day. It's a little weird, actually. Okay. Gotcha. This is all a dream. Uh, is there any sitting equipment nearby? There is a low stoop. There are several Tears stairs goes, leading up to the watch house station. Tirza goes and sits on it and then says, Okay, girl, I'm sitting down. You tell me. Oh, that's right. I told you to sit down. Yes. Um, anyways, so, uh, Grawl goes through the entire, like, narrative about how, like, it started out with the, um, the terrible, like, kicking out of the, uh, the, the Bard's yeah. guild whatever because he, he thought it was unfair that he couldn't go in and he goes through the whole rigmarole of like sneaking up and blah 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 blah, and then through the keyhole because i was smart enough to look through the keyhole doors have keyholes the ones that lock did you know that i knew that mm-hmm. anyways um no idea 
Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. It's science is. Um, it, Grawl, give me a perception check. Okay, uh, t- dirty twenty. Okay, as you're telling this story, you feel the form on your shoulder give it, <laughs> but otherwise doesn't move. Kind of gives a a quick sharp breath and sort of shudders a little bit, but otherwise doesn't move. Okay. I do. I, I do the thing to like you know like oh, I gotta I gotta reshuffle some of the weight a little bit. Just kind of mm-hmm. like oh, okay, there we go. Okay, um, maybe drive my shoulder in a little bit. Okay, you know for comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I explain that I saw <laughs> Lucrezia talking to a uh, a fun three headed dragon humanoid thing. Okay. As Grawl describes this creature, it is something totally alien to all of you. Um, Even you, Tears, are like a three-headed, like, snake dragon monster thing that doesn't have anything... Is it it not reminiscent of the three-headed dragon in the Beastlands? The the structure? Ozzy Dahaka as is depicted in traditional Jarashir sort of iconography, is legitimately a three-headed dragon. Wings, tail, three tremendous heads. The creature that Grawl is describing is like... It's like a man with dragon heads. Or like humanoid. snake heads, yeah. Okay. But it's... But she calls it Dahaka. Or does he... I don't know, does he... Do you say what she what it said? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give you the, the whole rundown. And you know that Lucrezia said Dahaka's will be done, but she never yeah. technically addressed the creature as Dahaka. Yeah, okay. Mm. Though she did refer to it as master. Yeah. One times. The elf. Um. Now you're looking around and you see Sid and you see the half-elf appearing Cherish and then your eyes fall on Camion. Camion, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any idea why she would want you alive as opposed to us? Camion will stare down at their wounds, which have not been treated at all, and oh, yeah. will say, if she wanted me alive, she had a funny way of showing it. Yeah. Do you want a healing potion, by the way, Camion? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I'll be fine. Okay. Camion, I have a question for you. Yeah, Grawl? If you can... If if you can close them, does it work the other way too? Camion will just sort of stare at you for a long moment and then say, "I don't know." I hope not. Cool. Yeah, that would suck. 
That's not oh, what I yeah. was trained to do. <gasps> That's a good point, though, girl. Mm-hmm. How many other people are there like you? I'm, I... And again, they have that, like, moment where they button up. And then they finally say, I'm not supposed to say. And honestly, I'm probably not even supposed to know. We're not partnered up, usually. We go about this alone. It's to keep the secret more effectively. If I had to guess, I would say probably close to 20, maybe 30. But I don't actually know the exact number. Hmm. Okay. Is... Is there a way you all keep in contact? A no. way you could get a message to the others? I always received my orders from the old mage. Is there any way you can contact her? I would have to go back to Stormhaven. I think she probably already knows they're in danger. That's why she sent us, after all. Yeah. But I'm not sure she knows how much danger. Eventually the two guards will come back and okay. the tall one will say, uh, "This uh, the sergeant will see you. If you just uh, come inside, please. Um, do I get the impression based on like them leaving before and then them coming out now that there is any uh risk of them just straight straight up arresting us give me an insight roll okay. yeah because i was gonna say cherish definitely leans over to sid and says if we get arrested did i swear <laughs> <laughs> 21 um these cops have cop faces. They're staring at you like they're going to arrest you. You're pretty sure there is a whole gang of people waiting on the other side of those doors, waiting to arrest all y'all. Your lifetime on the street has given you a keen instinct for law enforcement, and there is a solid chance that there is just a, a heavy squad waiting on the other side of those doors. And you Great. better act quick, because I, I tears as uh, soon as they up. say the just, sergeant will... I grab yeah. her shoulder... And say, why don't we just give her to you? Well, uh, of course, there's all sorts of uh, reports that need to be written and uh, 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 testimonies that need to be given. Out here. Oh, but uh, the, the sergeant would like to talk to you inside if it's not uh, too much trouble. I'm not really an indoors person. I'm more of an outdoors person myself. And you see this, can like, I... bead of sweat running down the taller officers. Can any of us roll insight yeah, on Sid? I'm gonna, since... I'm gonna also roll an insight check. <laughs> just a general one. I just got a 21. Um, what is insight? Right, I have a plus four. Shit, a plus four to insight? God damn, why haven't I been rolling these? <laughs> uh, that's an 18. Okay. So God yeah, damn, why do I have a plus 15. four? <laughs> that's amazing! I don't know. So, uh, yeah, you both pick up on the fact that Sid is acting real cagey, and uh, Tirza, you are definitely noticing the weird tension in the officer's voice. He seems very insistent on getting you all inside. 
Damn. Sir, is... Is something wrong? No, no, nothing wrong. Um, just need to, you know, get you all inside, get you, uh, get this, uh, roused about, uh, locked away securely, and make sure we get, uh, your statements and, uh, witness testimony, you know, all that, uh, good stuff. Well, it, it's interesting that none of you asked us about the nightclub. Uh, there might be injured people we left in a hurry to bring... Nightclub? Oh, oh, right, the um, the nightclub. Yes, um, well, uh, some of uh, the boys were uh, sent out back, you know, uh, on the uh, the old uh, wagon down to that um nightclub. Mm-hmm. We didn't tell you what the name of the nightclub was. I really didn't. Oh, this is a bad cop. <laughs> and the shorter couple just like elbow him in the ribs and go, like, "Yeah, I didn't even tell you what the name of the nightclub was." And the taller cop will just sort of, like, wipe the sweat off of his brow. (laughs) Uh, Cherish kind of, like, lightly grabs Camion's sleeve and is like, get out of here. Yeah, um, how about this? Camion says, I'm not leaving without all of you. That's stupidly noble of you, but thank you. Grawl, Sid, what are you doing? I can't cast fly on more than one person, guys. What are we doing? <laughs> I have a blood specter. <laughs> the blood um, specter is probably only twenty feet away now, slowly coming up behind you. Drifting. I'm I'm doing like the hand signal, like for it to speed up and get closer quicker. It's suddenly behind you. Dad. Yeah. Dad, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look at everyone and, and let up. Ah, a ghost! And then I just run. <laughs> and you just r- okay. run? Yep, I just dip. Okay. Give me an athletics <laughs> check as you try to sprint <laughs> while carrying another human being. Um, athletics yeah, is... honestly, I probably should have been the one carrying her. That's, That's a okay. five. Uh, you trip and fall and drop Lucrezia on the ground. That's fine. She deserves it. Uh, what do the rest of you do as you see this blood ghost waft up and start menacing the two police officers? Uh, I feel like we should also probably run. She summoned that thing. She used it to slaughter those people. (laughs) And then I also run. Yeah. So I guess so much for questioning her. You know, the best laid plans. So, Cherish, you're sprinting away. Tirza, you're sprinting away. Yeah, and I, I think I think I I didn't let go of Camion's like sleeve, so I don't know what they're doing, but they're running Can with I? you. Okay. <laughs> Can I attempt to pick her up and carry her? Yeah. I want this prisoner. I give me an athletics roll. I'm good at those. Seventeen? You could pick her up as you're sprinting away, but your speed will be halved. Grawl, I'm assuming you just dropped her and kept going. Uh, mm, Well, because I tripped, right? Yeah. Did I fall to the ground, too? You, you definitely fell to the ground. 
Okay, well, I mean, pulling myself back up, I will. She'll be like right there. I'll have to pick her up. Okay, so you want to? Grawl's going to attempt to pick her up, Tirza, unless you do. Dog, I already picked her up. Okay, so Tirza's got her. You're sort of jogging along behind. The guards are freaking the fuck out as they just are wailing with their sticks at this incorporeal creature. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Dad, Dad, why did you bring me here? <laughs> Grawl, do you just command the Blood Spectre to just stay there? Uh, no, I, 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 I tell it to go up like 20 feet in the air and start circling. <laughs> Okay, um, they're just screaming and pointing, and more Haven Guard are beginning to pour out of the station as they're pointing up at this floating, circling ghost. Uh, the rest of you are beginning to make your escape. Mm-hmm. Tirza, mm-hmm. as you are running... God damn it, if she stabs me, I'm gonna throw her on the ground. Uh, the form on your shoulders begins struggling. And she is beginning to work away at the knots. She's not free, but she you definitely feel her like beginning to shift and wriggle on your shoulders, attempting to get free. How far away are we from the... Maybe only 50 feet away. <laughs> the rest of your friends are way outpacing you at this point. Yep, that's... that's I mean, I don't know if sense. I leave uh, here's, uh, on her own. Yeah, and I definitely, I, I think Cherish, like, starts running, sees that Tirza is, like, not going as fast because she has Lucretia on her shoulder, and kind of, like, stops, and as the Haven Guard are bring out of the thing, she's going to cast Slow, like, right in the center of them. Okay. Camin will stop and cast Fog Cloud on the center of them as well. Nice! Nice! So. Um... Yeah, a bunch of them start going, what's all this <laughs> And then they are covered by a blanket of thick fog. Teamwork! And you begin trudging along, and you see that Lucrezia is fighting to get free of her bonds. So I see that yeah, she's... But... Uh, oh, I see that sorry, she's struggling. Oh, yeah. Um, kind. Can I try and knock her out? You just want to walk up and just bop her on the head? Yeah, it sounds fun. Okay, you do that. <laughs> uh, she goes out pretty easily. She's not free yet, so she's in, she's really easy to hit. Um, and then tears as she goes limp on your shoulders. Cool. I'm gonna keep going. Where are you all going? Where's the next closest? <laughs> this is gonna work. <laughs> Yeah, like... <laughs> no, we should not go to any more cops. No. Not cops, but like... Well, I was going to say, I guess, are we... Would it be out of our way to go to the abandoned floral shop? It is back towards the edge of town where you had made your residence at the... Uh, busy Badger. At the Busy Badger. Yeah. So it is a, it is a couple streets... of hours south of you. Shit. Yep, 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 yep. Um. Okay, what are we do- what are we doing with her? Just to remind you all, it is bitterly cold. You are marching through the streets of Wickmore's Landing, 
slush and ice is crunching beneath your boots because it hasn't stopped snowing. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's a good idea to let her go if... <sighs> She's too much trouble to be out and about. God knows where. Maybe we should have left her at the Haven Guard. And from your shoulders, Tirza, Lucrezia will say, Or you could finally end my suffering. Oh, look um, I'm going to... I'm assuming we're kind of far enough away that we're not immediate... We wouldn't immediately be able if the wardens... Can I go down like an alley, basically, is what I'm asking? Sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Sid, it becomes clear that your little womp didn't knock her unconscious, but she definitely stopped fighting when you just, like, whacked her. Yeah. It was still fun. <laughs> I'm gonna... Uh, I'm gonna put her down. It, it, it's not a drop, even though I was joking about that earlier. It's... I don't know. I'm not gently placing her on the ground, but I'm not going to be a dick about it. Okay. So you place her on the ground, maybe a little roughly, but she'll just have this blank mask on her face. Any emotion that was in her voice as she was riding on your shoulders is gone, and she'll just stare at all of you with heavily lidded eyes. And she'll say, Why not just finish the job you started in the trials and leave me to die? Camion's skin will turn a really bright green. What are you talking about, Chaos Bringer? Talking about every time you left me to fend for myself in those damn trials. Every time I was left alone, wondering when death would come. And it never did. And that was our fault? Somehow you found each other, and yet you never went looking for anyone else? We woke up with each other. And all I woke up with was pain and death. We tried to go after you in the third trial. That one we actually knew about you. We had no idea. We didn't even know that the others were part of this until the end of the second one. And she'll just stare blankly at you. And Camion will say, She's broken. This is useless. We should just kill her, and his skin will flash, or their skin will flash gold. Cherish kind of grabs their arm a little bit, like. What is Ozzy Dahaka to you? And for the first time, you see a smile break out across Lucrezia's face. Mm -hmm. And she'll sort of just look up 
into the sky above you, her head sort of thumping on the wall behind her. And with this just languid look of madness on her face, she'll say, He is a flame in the darkness. A light that will cleanse the black shadows that have covered this valley. That will bring color to this gray world. Rana. Um, I think there is a, um, it's not quite an antichrist figure, um, but part of the, the prophecy of the Jarashir, which the first part has been completed. There is a figure called, uh, Iluyanka, who is a, um, I don't know, kind of a, uh, an avatar of. The one who will Ozzie shepherd Dhaka. the Ozzy Dahaka and shatter the storm wall. Yeah. Because the Ozzy Dahaka, despite its destructive nature, needs to be let in. Yeah. It must be invited. And I think it is a. Uh, like, it's a derogatory. Uh term for someone mm-hmm. similar to chaos bringer um so what Ozzy if... Dahak... mm, oh, oh sorry what? go for it Ozzy Dahaka is a cleansing but to bring madness to bring suffering to others because you have suffered that is <laughs> you are an abomination damn and her face will um, regain just that stony mask as she looks back down her eyes sort of coming back down to Tirza and she'll say and there's only one thing the Jarashir do to abominations <laughs> Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think, uh, Tirza will pull out Moretziger and place the tip of it against the Azitahaka scar. I'm sorry, Lucrezia. For what you were and what we could not save. And then I'm going to press in. Hope none of you guys wanted to ask any more questions. No. Yeah, you know. I feel like Camion's probably going to have some beef with this, but, uh, you know. Whatever. (laughs) Cherish holds onto their arm a little tighter. Both arm with both hands. Camion definitely tenses and looks away as you slowly drive Moretziger into the chest of this woman, Lucrezia, the ninth threadless, the one who couldn't be saved. She never stops looking at you. 
And even as you see the life drain from her eyes, the gray beginning to take, she never breaks eye contact. She lets out a low, hissing breath as the tip of your lance touches the back wall behind her. And her head, by some early onset of rigor mortis, or by some unholy will that lingers in her body beyond death, does not drop. She just continues to stare at you. Though there is no more acknowledgement of your existence in her eyes. Uh, Tirza will pull Moretziger out and re... You don't really sheath lances, but uh, back on her back. Um... It's done. We should leave. We should bury her. Tears and nods. Uh, we should. And Camion will say, Where? Yeah, that was my next question. As you stare down at the body, there is a a sudden, acrid smell strikes your noses. Just like, there's a sudden... Oh yeah, I forgot they do that. <laughs> yeah. Horrible, abrupt, sulfurous stench that fills the air. This smell that you've experienced several times before. The most dramatic and immediate of it is inside the second trial in the charcoal pines, when the flames were all around you, that smell was all-consuming. But here, suddenly, in the in stark contrast to the crisps, the crisp smell of snow, there's a mouthful, is this terrible sensation that strikes your nose of burning flesh and hair as flames begin rippling out from the center of her chest. You don't know if it is some last little spark of life or just the reaction of the body as it is consumed by these hellish red-orange flames that suddenly erupt from its core, but her back will arch and her head will fling backwards and her mouth will open in a silent scream. There is no sound, there is no breath, but she seems to have some reaction as her body is consumed with sudden hellish fire. Can I make an arcana check? Sure. When the flames begin to die, there is nothing left. Eighteen. As you stare down at these flames and analyze them, uh, did you take advantage on that? I did. Maz will say, That was no conflagration or pyre. That was a teleportation spell. Oh, shit. Uh, 
And I think it is there that we will end this session. <laughs> because as always, you can find us on Twitter at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners, uh, especially after dramatic, long-winded combats where the past and the future collide. So please, let us know what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, also, come uh, talk at me uh, on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Elliot C. Lewis. Uh, a lot happened today. <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot happened today. <laughs> it's uh, like, what, it's only like 5pm, so it's been like about 5 hours we roll town. <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, yeah, come hang out with me on Twitter. Um, I might need a minute, but come hang out anyway. I might cry out, Olivia. Um, yeah. Uh, you can come tell 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 Grawl that um he needs to raise more specters and have a whole family. Um, and that can be his legion. Um, he just has to kill a lot of people first. It's great. Um, yeah, come hang out with Grawl and me, same person, uh, on Twitter um, and Instagram, at the Redimus. Um, And please rate us on, on whatever platform that you are consuming this podcast. Um, let us know what you think. Um, yeah. Yes, and of course, if you wish to follow me personally, you can do so at MK Gorgoni. And if you want to hear me uh, talk about all things pop culture, you can do so over at my other podcast, Panel Up, where I and my co-host John Campbell talk about all things pop culture. Um, chronologically speaking, the last episode we just recorded was our Captain Marvel review, but I know when this particular episode of Material Components comes out, we'll be way past that. So I have no idea what we're talking about on that. <laughs> um uh, speaking of uh, rating and reviewing, on Monday we got a really nice Tony. Oh, hey, thank you. Yeah, Tony. Uh, Tony says, "I don't know a ton about D and D, but I'm pretty sold. Everyone involved is engaging and entertaining. The story oh. is there, and I'm glad I stumbled on it. Check it out. Thanks, Tony. Thank oh you. my gosh, Tony, the best. <laughs> uh, yes, and of course, uh, Tony." will, of course, be uh, receiving 10% discount off his next purchase at the Duskwalker Import and Export DM. Because uh, if there is one thing we know and love that is not uh, NPCs that we slowly murder in a back alley of a street somewhere, uh, it is Omatep. And, of course, you can follow him on Twitter at NPC underscore AN because uh, he is not dead yet because he is an important NPC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully we don't have yeah. to murder him slowly in an alley. <laughs> that would suck. It would. Think of all the free stuff, though. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> as always, y'all, life is chaos, so be kind to one another. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. 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 Bye. Bye.